everybody. Welcome back to Pillow Talk with Mark and B, the podcast where we just talk. I'm B, and I'm here with my incredible fiance. Yeah, I keep having bugs land on me. That was like the third one I swatted off from, just minding my own business, and then I scratch my shirt. It's like, why is it crap? Ah, it's a bug! I've been literally cooking yeah. in the kitchen, and yeah. I feel like there's something on my hair, yeah. but like, it's not. Like, I put my hand in my hair, and it's, there's nothing. And then a lizard will crawl <laughs> down. It's disgusting and yeah. it freaks me out and yeah but that's jungle life that's jungle living some Anyways. people just cannot handle it yeah sometimes <laughs> it makes you go whoa whoa <laughs> um we have i think a very important episode today um we kind of talked about like the end of the tattooed guy era and how we're just kind of moving past that but that's not necessarily always how life goes and it's kind of crazy because it all happened and, like, I'm a world away. I don't feel unsafe. Like, I don't feel like he's going to show up at our house or anything like that. But I remember what it was like to be terrified. And I remember even kind of, like, thinking about it. It gets me weird and shaky. And, like, like he used to threaten to show up at my work or <laughs> show up at my new yeah. house. And I would be terrified to see him driving on the same street as me. And yeah. Like, we've kind of been talking a lot about abuse in the last recent episodes. Like, Steph was talking about an abusive ex. We have friends kind of coming out of the woodwork, leaving abusive exes. And I think that a lot of the issue kind of stems from it all going, it all happening behind closed doors. And it all kind of being a secret. And it just kind of stays hidden. When I broke up with him, I ran and I hid. And I was terrified. Like, he kind of made sure that I was scared. And I think that's the issue. That's why men can go around and just do it to other women. And so now I'm kind of, we're taking a stand. <laughs> we're going to kind of talk about the behavior. We're going to talk about what abuse looks like if it doesn't necessarily end with a bruise. Sure. Because it happens and it's terrifying and it's crazy. It's just, it's been a brutal journey that I had to go through personally. And yeah. And it's, it's more common than not that you can't just like break up with a guy. Like, there's no just like, hey, I'm done. Oh, okay, I'm going to respect that and leave you alone. It's this consistent reaching out and showing up at the gym and, like, following people around. And it's, it's like, wild. Like, you technically could get up tomorrow and decide that this isn't for you. And, I mean, like, I would ask for a conversation. <laughs> you know? But I can't threaten to follow you around the city. I can't stalk you. I can't. And even in this age in, like, social media – we already have way too much insight into the lives of our exes yeah. that are none of our business. Yeah. And it's it's just wild. So we're going to kind of go into that, get into that. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. So how do you leave an ex who won't leave you? How do you leave an ex that yeah. won't leave you? Before we get into that, we are starting a new thing. Um, questions of the week. So every week now, I'm going to come up with some sort of question that is related to our podcast that couples can talk about or, and I think this is important too, friends can talk about with each other. I think that there needs to start being some camaraderie around guys and around people in general just to see how your friends act in a relationship. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bas yeah. There's some culture that's going on that is just not good, yeah. you know, and we got to rebuild a more healthy culture and it starts with us and accountability. impacting 
our friends and them impacting their friends, and that's how these things kind of be the change you want to see. Yeah, them. man, it's so it's so gay. Some of those sayings, <laughs> like it's so silly, but like whatever. Um, yeah, like uh, it, it is interesting. Like, uh, yeah, I've always had like a tight group of friends, and they've all been good dudes. And like, yeah, when people step out of line, you gotta let them know. Like, mm-hmm. people today are just too willing to let abuse slide or to let even just disrespect slide you know like yeah i don't know there's better there's more for us out there than just shitty fucking relationships and i feel like people's bars are so low because of the shit tv that's out there and all of the celebrities that they look up to and like the standard is not high yeah the culture right now is not healthy like if you look at it you don't describe it we describe it as a collapsing civilization yeah you know yeah so the question that I have is, have you and your partner talked about what the line looks like? At mm. what point would you call it quits? Yeah. So is this like fighting six days of the week, four days of the week? Yeah. Is it a physical argument? Is it lying about financial things? Yeah. Is it addiction? Is it cheating? Yeah. And more importantly, so yeah, like it's important to know your partner's line, but what is your line? Yeah. Know your line before you got to get there. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like a simple one is just like, uh, like what, what happens if you found out your, your partner racked up a $5,000 credit card bill? How would that affect you? Would you be, mm-hmm. would that, would that trust forever shake your relationship? Yeah. Cause you need to know that. So then you can tell them like, Hey, look, I don't want this to happen. Let's just be honest. Like we're yeah. in this, you know, whatever. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Know. Whereas other people are like, Oh, you racked up 5k, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, some people don't fucking care. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Pay it off, whatever. I got Let's money. Or together. who knows? Thanks like, for telling me. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Like, I sh- yeah. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, yeah you got to kind of know these lines for sure. 100%. So that's the question of the week. Go find out what your partner's line is, what your line is, and see if they align and where yep. you can kind of compromise. What are some of those topics again? You said like financial. Yeah, like... so like is it fighting consistently? Is yeah. it a physical argument? Is it lying about financial things? Um, cheating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the line? Yeah. And I ask that because of the kind of episode that we're going to Yeah. Release. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, if you don't know the line, all of a sudden you're 50 feet past and you're like, holy fuck, I thought my line was back there. Yeah. And then it gets really scary really fast. Yeah. Uh, before we get into it, if you guys ever want to reach out to us, feel free to message us at pillowtalkwithmarkandb at gmail.com. You can also reach us on any social media platform, I guess. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, at pillowtalkwithmarkandb. Yeah, and if you want to support the show, you can go to pillowtalkwithmarkandb on Patreon. Throw us a dollar, support like that, like that. Or there's a link in the description for a one-time donation. Yeah. So if you guys feel like you've benefited, you slide over a couple bucks. You've been entertained, some laughs. Slide a couple more bucks over. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into it. So okay, okay. Listen, we did an episode a while ago that we were gonna do with my ex. He was gonna come on the show, and then he bailed, and so we were like, okay, yeah. well. We didn't he have he teased us with this like uh, whole I've grown, I've changed, yeah, and like I've got uh, so many like things to say to you, but it uh, has to be on a podcast and blah blah blah. Yeah. Evidently, none of it was actually important enough to come on a podcast yeah. and say. So we didn't have another podcast, and I was like, well, who knows if I'll ever talk to him again? But he had asked us a ton of advice, and like he had kind of given some insight into his life. He told yeah, us some yeah. stories, blah blah blah. So we basically released an episode 
to him. Like, as if we could have had that conversation on a podcast, but it was like, listen, like, here's the advice that you look for. got some shit going on. <laughs> here's fine, whatever. Yeah. Now, in that episode, I relayed some of the stories that he had mentioned about the exes, not really giving any credit to the women. Like, I just didn't really think about it in that. Like, I, I thought he was full of shit anyway. Yeah. So I didn't really get weight to those stories. But then, after I released that episode multiple ex-girlfriends came back and was like, yeah. hey, can I clarify some things? Hey, can I clarify some things? Hey, can I clarify? <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, one of those interesting things where it's like, yeah, there's always the two f- two sides to the story. Every time. Every time. And now I feel terrible because, like, my it wasn't even about the girls for me. It was about him for me. And, like, there is another side of the story. Yeah, well, yeah. I obviously feel sad for the chicks, but also, like, you find yourself in these situations and they probably continue to find themselves in these situations so yeah. it's like yeah yeah that's it's, why we're doing this so so we can spot these signs so you don't find yourself in this situation exactly yeah like it's it's why like even people that i didn't know that know him have sent me like recordings and pictures yeah like tinder Calgary is a small place, so people on Tinder that just see his fucking profile, and, like, it's wild. It's wild. I didn't realize this many people listened to it. But I wanted to give kind of the viewpoint of what I went through in a very abusive relationship that honestly has got, like, it gets worse, progressively worse with every relationship. This is how abuse works. This is how, and I mean, think of it like a little kid. If a little kid is fucking around and testing the limits and you don't do anything, you don't set a boundary, they're going to keep going. Yeah. They're going to keep going. This they don't is know human nature. Wrong. Yeah. This is human nature. And we hide. Women hide. I hid. I shut everything yeah. down. Social media. There's girls that got cheated on with their best friend and their boyfriend and would would go to Edmonton. Like, just leave the city entirely because it's this, like, embarrassing, like awful feeling and Hmm. you're you're guilty you feel shame you feel all of this stuff and it's wild because he i feel like keeps getting away with it because girls run and hide and it's but i feel safe in panama (laughs) he has threatened to come to the airbnb under a different name (laughs) but i feel safe that he's not actually gonna do that no no so i wanted to talk about some domestic abuse facts in canada specifically like i'm not going to do some like it changes in every world but i had put out like it's wild to think of the abuse that happened so one oh over one in four women and one in six men that's around the world okay yeah so it's wrong that's around the world okay that's a lot of fucking people yeah and I don't hear about it. That means one in four women that I know go through this. Sure. And actually, I know all of them. Yeah, there's a lot of dicks out there for sure. There's a lot it's of tools, awful. man. And again, we live in this world that this is perpetuated in the media and it's normalized. Yep. And the standards are so low that yep. people are like, oh my God, he got me a flower after he hit me. He's so <laughs> nice. He's changing. Ah. Uh. <laughs> No, that's not what we're going to do. So everybody knows about physical abuse. Sure. Not never acceptable. That's always a line. If anyone ever touches you, that's the line. Doesn't matter who the fuck they are. That's the line. They're out. So any girlfriends, ex-girlfriends, if you have a picture of a bruise that's from your ex, never speak to him again. Yep. 
never speak to him again. And I know it's, like, easy to say that, obviously, and then, you know, you get some fucking stupid excuse. Well, I have 10 years with him or whatever, but it's like, no, man, that's the line. Yeah. Things... Like, things escalate they, i just think about if i had a daughter if he if he would do this to me what would he do to my daughter yeah yeah like it just and if my daughter saw me tolerate this what would she tolerate from a man this is what i kind of keep getting in life too i keep like i feel like all these bad people are telling us what what they're up to you know and it's just like you just gotta listen to what they're saying listen to what they're doing like yeah. same with like just you always say believe them when they yeah, believe them. Believe them when they say something like, I don't love you or something, you yeah. know? They probably don't. Yeah. Like, if they act like they don't care, they probably don't. Them. Yeah, they probably don't fucking care. They don't yeah. care. Gaslighting is one thing. What is their behavior? Like, yeah. So, physical, like, so hitting, pushing, I would say grabbing, like, any physical contact, whether he pushed you hard or not. Even, any physical contact. Even blocking, man. Like, I don't know if that would be yes. a breakup line for me. Like, I've been physically stopped. Physically, like... Yeah, like, obviously the severity would matter, like... Yeah. But... But, no, I would say, like, if But if he, it was just, like, hold on, can we please, like, hold on, like, you know, just maybe arms up in front of you type thing, mm -hmm. like, uh, like, very passive, hands open, like... Some of the... Okay, so but, on Instagram, I had put out this thing, and I was like, ladies, give me your breakup stories of the abuse that wasn't physical, like, give me... And so many, so many stories came in. And one of them was, like, the, the boyfriend would always want to get hit first so that everything was self-defense. So he would put himself in front of the girl, and then she would try to get away, and he's pushing her but not actually, like, moving his hands. He's using his body to, like, push her back. Yeah. So she pushes him, and then he pushes her. Yeah. Self-defense. Yeah, no, bullshit. That's fucked. Yeah. Could you imagine being a man and doing this to a woman? I can't even, no, like, I can't imagine being such a weak person. Like, does it make you feel bigger that you can yeah, do this like, to a woman? Like, find a doing? man and do it to a man. Yeah, you like, know? I don't know. Wild. Yeah, it's so crazy. I can't even comprehend all these things. Like, my friendship circle's so passive and good. Like, oh what are people doing out Your there? Your friendship circle? Mm. Fucking people. angels. <laughs> so, um, we're going to talk about the mental-emotional abuse. And one person wrote in and kind of gave me, like, there's a lot of story in it, but I'm going to kind of go over, like, a brief overview, okay? So she was kind of talking about, like, the red flags and, like, how it all kind of came to came to happen. So extreme love bombing from the beginning. Oh, my God, I just met you and I've never felt this connection before. I It's wild. I feel like you were my soulmate. How did I yeah. not meet you up until now? Like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with you, blah, blah, blah. Spoiling... You wanna... Yeah, always keep this in mind. Uh, as an adult, it takes like 160 hours to make a new friend. Yeah. So so at least spend that many hours with this person. See if they're still feeling that. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like To say stuff like that before you... Before you're even friends? Before you even got that what? friendship thing going, you know? It's like those stupid TV shows where they yeah. like have been apart, separated from a wall. They yeah. spend like four hours together over like a three-week period. And they're like... Oh my god, you're like my best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I'm never ever connected with somebody like this. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I, yeah, those ones are funny. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, spoiling me with dinners, shopping, all of that, but use it against her later. Mm, Ex yeah. Excessively talked about his ex and always blamed her for being crazy. <laughs> you never. I've never 
done anything wrong in the relationship. Yeah. Every woman that I've met is absolutely batshit crazy and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's probably you. Probably. probably. <laughs> There's a common denominator. It's easy to follow. Um, didn't let us go to specific bars on vacation because there were too many, too many people and didn't want guys to look at what's his. What the fuck is that? Yeah. yeah. Aren't guys, like, braggy, though? Like, don't you want to show off your girl or, like... I don't know, necessarily. Yeah, sometimes you do. Sometimes you... Like, I don't know. There's definitely, like, uh... I, I hate to use the word, like, ownership mm. aspect, but there is, like... You know, it goes both ways. I, ownership's not quite the right word, because, like... I would say if his reason was... Yeah, hey, no, I like... I don't feel like we're safe at this bar, or you're safe, it would be different. But I don't want guys looking at what's mine. Yeah, like, it's a little extreme. Like, I don't know. But then again, like, it's like, okay, so... Specific bars? It's like, is he just specific bars? Like, I, yeah, let... I don't know if we should be hanging out in strip clubs, yeah, you know? <laughs> like... There's, um, a go- there's gonna be a bunch of degenerates in there that yeah. are gonna be ogling you. Like, the bar scene is probably somewhere everybody oh, should stay away, stay away from anyway. Yeah, like, it, I don't know. So that one, I, I, get, I get what this person's saying, though, okay. for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, and this yeah. is like a pattern it's, it's of like, behavior. Yeah, it's like controlling. It's exactly. like, yeah. Which leads to getting increasingly jealous. Yeah. I'm jealous I can't spend every second with you like everyone else gets to. Uh, moved in together. And this is, we're gonna kind of get into the financial abuse aspect, but... Moving in together very, very fast, especially with somebody who has, like, an abuse history, is just a way to control you. Yeah. Like, they use it to control you. Now they have tabs on you 24-7. Yeah. And now, they like, you're living in their place. Yeah. So they owe, they like owe you, you. You owe them something, you know? Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Um, would tell me to find a different job that matched his hours or a relationship wouldn't work when I finally found a job I liked. This literally happened to me twice three times yeah well yeah well i can speak to the opposite side of this if you want by the way for this aspect but yeah i mean i get that because you dated a baker yeah i dated someone who works silly hours but again like in the context of abuse and in the context yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah yeah, this isn't you've been married for four years and want to spend some time yeah 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 exactly you've been together for like three to six months they shouldn't be affecting your career path exactly yeah his reaction whenever i'd bring something up that he said that upset me clearly i need to watch what i say around you you're like a sponge and soak up everything i say out loud and just take it out of context every (laughs) single time yeah my god yeah blowing up my phone if i didn't answer immediately one of the stories that was sent in and this happened to me too and to somebody before me and it was like i'd go out and i wouldn't answer my phone and he would circle around the property that he knew i was at yeah that's crazy like literally if i didn't pick up my phone there was 15 missed calls one time it's wild i was trying to find a video the other day and came up to summer 2017 and in that summer he had posed as a police officer because he didn't like my landlord <laughs> he had um gotten a machete what pulled out on fuck? him because he insisted on pulling people over and like proving to them that he should be the one telling everybody how to drive and (laughs) he got a restraining order put on him from some old lady in our complex so i kind of was like hey you know what this is too much i can't handle this you need to tell i said your parents everything that's going on because you lie to them and there's just no again everything's in secret and there's no like there's no accountability 
So I said, yeah, tell your parents or else I'm not coming home tonight. Like, I'll stay at my friend's house, whatever. And he circled around, called consistently. And at that point, she was like, listen, like, I have my kid here. I don't feel safe right now. So unfortunately, I think, like, we need to either call the police or whatever. And at that time, I didn't call the police because I had nowhere else to go. Like, I needed to go back home, you know? Like, yeah. But, yeah. And then so even in this girl's story, just going to keep texting until you open and reply. Yeah. And, like, it's, that's one of the, like, that is abuse. Like, phone abuse is abuse as well. Like, it's, it's this device that everyone has in their pocket. You can, around the world, just ping them up. Wild. And, like, agitate them like that. Like, mm-hmm. I know there's some people who call me and I'm like, whoa, let's put that away. Yeah. Like, put my phone far away Mute from down. me. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's a type of abuse, too. Like, electronic abuse, obviously. Yeah. Like, we're just, you have to even, like, turn your plane on. And yeah. for anybody that knows, even if you block a number, found this out from my ex, if you block a number and then they private their number on their phone, they can still get through. Sure, yeah. I think you, you have to do, like... You actually have to go to your provider and block their number specifically. Yeah. And then it won't, like... But it's, like, I shouldn't have to put my... I used to go to the gym to try to cool off and, you know, and have to put my phone on airplane, which meant I couldn't listen to music... Because he kept calling. Yeah, yeah, that's not cool. One time he showed up at the gym. I was working out with a friend, Jeez. and he straight up showed up, came in fully dressed, came over to me on the waist, was like, can I talk to you? <laughs> I didn't want to do it in front of everywhere else, so we sat yeah. outside and yelled at each other for 45 minutes. Jeez. And I called him, and this was like before we started dating. I called mm-hmm. him out on everything. I was <laughs> like, you just don't like that you lost control. And then he kind of was like, oh, like, <laughs> damn. Like, but he, yeah, it was like, that's so inappropriate. Appropriate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, downplaying everything you did. I'm not a monster of a person. I was never brutally mean to you. I just got frustrated, and that was it. Oh, this is a big one. This is nasty. Listen, I have human needs, and if you're not going to talk to me, can uh-huh. you at least suck my dick every morning and every night? I have needs. Wow. Oh, wow. Pulling biological needs. There. Needs. Needs. I have needs. Needs. I know that you Human don't needs. feel safe around me, and that's why you're not talking to me. I know men and women work different, and women need to be emotionally connected. And, and nurtured. And nurtured for them to want to fuck you. But, bitch, but... get on your fucking <laughs> knees. I lit- My heart is racing. Yeah, With that's crazy, man. Some of crazy, the man. stories that we got from women these this week mortifying and watching you listen to it (laughs) what the fuck what the fuck i also man i i obviously feel bad for these people but you can't be finding yourself in these situations we're gonna get into that yeah get into that i feel like oh and you know what okay so this is one of the things because okay actually this is a good example and because i've already brought it up in a previous episode we're gonna talk about it um there is something called reactive abuse have you heard of it? Yeah. Basically, Only recently, but... there's so much pushing, weeks and months of taunting and like yelling and yeah. pushing and just nagging and to finally the girl blows up. Yeah. Now this happened to me. I was <laughs> with the ex and we were kind of at like the very end of the breakup and I was just kind of like, well, you let every well, you well, you let our therapist know today that you're done, so like let's just not even bother trying to like you've already yeah I'm you've not made up your mind you. I'm not yeah exactly beg for you so yeah. like end of conversation and he kept physically coming closer no we need to talk no we need to talk no and then i was like 
like fetal position on the couch. I was like, leave me alone, leave me alone, yeah. stop getting closer. And I like screamed, get the fuck away from me. And it was like one of those like blood curling screams that like you just never really hear unless yeah. you're in a horror show. And, yeah. And then he kind of backed up. He was shocked to see it. And I like, I mean, you've seen me angry. Yeah, pretty passive. I don't really do anything. I just kind of like <laughs> sit and like, okay. And like, yeah, he yeah. had like unleashed that. And yeah, like everyone has their breaking point, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. and that is abuse to push somebody to the breaking point. Yeah. And then so in that last episode or whatever that we did, I had said that, well, because he sent me a video of some ex-girlfriend yeah. running out. I'm going to fucking murder you. Da, da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. And I think that's where I was like, dude break up with her like yeah like like, what are you doing with this crazy person like but then another ex reached out Mm -hmm. somebody complete like shocked to hear from her and she was like listen i need to give you some insight because i can tell you weeks months before that he was pushing her like she was at her breaking point he did it with me he did it with this person he did it with this person even i knew about this person this person this person and me yeah so like yeah, yeah, when you get the full piece of all the puzzles, you know. So maybe sometimes I make some snap decisions. Snap judgment. but whatever. Yeah. But I just want to say, and this is going to be more of a tough love episode for my girls yeah. than anything. Yeah. It's still abuse. Yeah. It's still abuse. It's yeah. reactive. I get it. But it's still abuse. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, if anyone drives you to that state, like, you got to leave for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you, sh- you shouldn't be acting that way. Mm-hmm. And you I, should be with somebody who makes you feel that way, like. Yeah, like fight or flight. By the way, is meant like that's, that's something in our body's biology yeah. for life or death situations. Yeah. Not for going home to your spouse. Yeah, uh, that tingling in your stomach, man. Butterflies. I've been learning a little bit more about it. Not, I'm not a fucking smart guy, but I'll relay some information <laughs> I heard. Um, so they call this the gut the second stomach, and like it has. You know, we've heard about gut biomes before where you have, like, you know, if you're eating healthy and right, you actually feel better and, like, you think clearer and, like, um, where if you're eating just Doritos, it affects, like, your your lethargic, like, mm-hmm. you, it affects, it messes you up, gut, gut biome. They also say you should eat yogurt quite often because it's such healthy bacteria in your stomach. Yeah. And, like, lots of food will kill the bacteria in your stomach, but you need all these, like this like microbiome so the point of this is the other thing about the gut is it's lined with like the same kind of like cell tissue or something as the brain i'm probably in the exact details wrong there's something like five hundred thousand in our stomach yeah maybe electrons or something like shooting messages things whatever shoots messages and then a million in our head and they talk to each other yeah. consistently. And it's like, it's literally your second brain, like your gut feeling, it knows. Like it's yeah. somehow responding and reacting. And not just to like, um, not just to um, um, like food you ingest. Like obviously a, a smart example of this is you eat something bad. How do you know to throw that up while your gut biome is telling your brain to do that? Yeah. But the connection pathway is both ways. So maybe your eyes are seeing stuff and your gut is telling you holy fuck yeah so like it's not just a food thing so keep this in mind like there's a bunch of interesting research about this second brain and like how yeah that those 
those butterflies are definitely a sign yeah. your brain is trying to tell you something, believe it or not. 100%. I know I'm going to forget about this later. So when we talk about reconnecting with yourself and all this, mm-hmm. think about that because okay. you need to learn about listening to your body and listening to what yeah. it needs. And even like doing the right thing for your gut biome. Exactly. Like if you're doing something like if you're trying to do a hard clean, like maybe eat yogurt every morning or something, mm-hmm. like do some mm-hmm. research on what the proper thing to, to kind of uh, yeah. activate healthy gut biome activity but yeah. it's super important yeah yeah so interesting um a couple things yeah i want to mention to everybody who's like well he only did it once well it only <laughs> uh, it only happened once and like well it was just around me and not to me and blah 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 because that was more my story there were a couple times he came at me yeah but it was mostly around me to other people yeah if he's any other human, any human, human lives matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, if you see a raging asshole to everyone, eventually he's going to turn that asshole on you like he, and shit all over especially you. Especially like, if there's nobody at home. And yeah. like for all those relationships that blew the fuck up in COVID where there was no escape and mm-hmm. like my heart, it just breaks. Yeah, if there's a couple of them who are like, well, I'm three months into this six month lease. Broke up with them. Yeah, <laughs> what do, like, what do I do? Now we live together. Now we lived. It's, yeah. But. Um, I also, I was listening to this, like, well, it's my tattoo artist's girlfriend. So, shout out to Gloria. Um, and she, on she is like a life coach and talks a lot about self-regulation and kind of like finding your path in life and all that kind of stuff. So, highly recommend if you guys want hmm. her contact information, reach out to me. One of the things she said is that. Oftentimes we feel like we're in like, and I'm probably going to say this wrong, so, but oftentimes we feel like we're in panic mode and like we make all of these decisions and blah, 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 blah. Feelings only last for 90 seconds. Mm. Anything after that is a thought. So when you're feeling like scared and blah, 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 and like you're in this moment and then he's gone and you're like, he's at work or whatever, the feeling of being scared is only, you know, the yeah, thought yeah, of being yeah. scared is lasting all day. Yeah, like the chemical rush is kind of like flown through you or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah, remind yeah. everybody that, again, we're just fucking animals. And back in the day when we were all in huts and hunting and like saving the women and from like coyotes out back or whatever <laughs> the fuck, we're equipped with communication systems. So if you're still thinking about being that scared, something is wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is your body. That is your brain telling you that it is not okay. Yeah listen to your body yeah yeah now you would kind of mention that like protect yourself why don't women protect themselves yeah it's completely baffling to me that women don't just carry pepper spray around them and just fucking mace people like like what are they again with this whole like the the one story about like her he would try to get her to hit first yeah use mace it's like well self-defense man he came at me yeah i'd rather not he lunged like ah he lunged um, but you and I were trying to come up with, because unfortunately, pepper spray is illegal in Canada. Bear yeah. is illegal. You need tickets and shit. Yeah, and... it's one of those things where, like, you know, in a, with the jury of your peer, they really gonna, you know, like, he came at me, he was gonna rape me. But mm-hmm. also, man, yeah. Like, okay. So... That's, a, that's the crazy thing, or th- there's legal factors to consider in your self-defense. But for me, you know, I'd rather go through that hassle and make my case mm-hmm. than... Yeah. 
yeah have a black eye 100 or anything else or die yeah or die and know? in canada guns are now illegal they used to have like the cutest guns okay so yeah. picture this like a tiny little revolver it's pink it's gold yeah. it's bedazzled it's bejeweled and i can just slip it in my purse and yeah. any motherfucker on the train that comes at me yeah please come at please. me please yeah an arm arm society is a polite society yeah like, like you got accountability right at the tip of your yeah. finger like yeah but that's all like illegal so what do we do in the meantime what do we do if we don't want to go to jail what do we i caught i thought of spray paint yeah spray paint was a good one you can carry it on you could probably get like a miniature can you could it yeah, psychs him out it's probably not good for like, him to ingest it's shocking you spray and then, paint somebody in the face they're not gonna have a good time and right? then you video it you yeah. say this guy just tried to attack me it yeah. wilds up on social media everybody walking down the street seeing him walk down the street yeah. fucking knows if every single girl did this to every guy that she was scared of or <laughs> like that attacked her it i wonder how many fucking people would walk around with yeah. spray paint on their i pants. would i would like to see the actual effects of that like the thing about like pepper spray and stuff it will it stop stops like yeah will if you guys don't spray know paint. go watch that episode of the office yeah like roy was fucked up everyone the whole anyone in a, in the vicinity will won't mm. be able to keep their hands mm-hmm. off their eyes if you're using the correct stuff that's true they were all pretty messed up like everyone yeah where, where spray paint yeah it does have that cool marking it's not illegal to carry around you could just say oh, i was at the home hardware store that i this man attacked me you know yeah. like fuck whatever yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah like i just don't know yeah if it's enough I mean, it's probably not. Yeah. But it's something. It's but something it's to something. shock them. Yeah. It's something that, like, most people aren't prepared yeah. for. Again, most women are not armed. Yeah, and that's another thing, man. Like, uh, like I don't know if you need to go do martial arts. Like, I, that, like the thing about that is, like, it's honestly kind of stupid. Like, unless you become top tier, yeah. any man who's going to... Like, any man who's a violent man who actually is going around beating the shit pe- out of people, you know, he will overpower you. So, like... Spending all that time and dedication on that, I don't think so. But sharpen your reflexes. Yeah, if you're going to go that can of spray paint route, fucking get gosh. your husband to maybe, like, fucking jump you a couple times and you yeah. you practice whipping out an empty can of spray paint on him. My you brother know? was in the army and he yeah. used to, like, grab me from behind and show me how to twist their hand up and, like, I wonder if I can do that now. We should try that the, There's just, yeah, it would be interesting to see you try, yeah. but I just don't feel no, like I, no. okay, you listen, could do it to me. No, I, no. tree trunks of legs that I have. <laughs> so you're you using your, your, both your legs on my hand. Almost like <laughs> jump up midair and grab your whole body yeah, with yeah, both yeah, my yeah. legs Black and Widow twist me. you around. Yeah, oh, is yeah. that a... Oh my god, I have a move that's named Black Widow? No, it's just Black Widow is the superhero woman that is tossing... She Super. stole my move? <laughs> yeah. This bitch. Yeah, I've been doing that since the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, serious. Yeah, yeah. No, that, I think that's the thing. Like, be prepared, man. Like, you always got to be prepared. Like, practice some things. Like, one thing I always appreciate about my one friend who was in the army is he would walk around with his, like, you know, practice rifle. And he would just practice yeah. stripping it down. And I'm just watching him. And he it's just, literally like, taught my, t- my dog how to walk around the whole house mm-hmm. with him and scan all the rooms yeah yeah and sit at every kind of corner and stuff yeah. while he was doing his reloads or whatever like command. yeah oh no like i i badass. and when he gets into something he's not gonna panic like he's yeah. gonna know how to handle that weapon yeah 100 um, he won't stutter he won't stumble he won't yeah. like he knows and, exactly where to go and, and i think that's especially for important for women to practice where man we're different men yeah. 
when you jump at them, chances nine times out of ten they're going to be swinging back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think women are just naturally more passive. You yeah. know, that's well, not we their want to hit. Yeah, or, that's or get hit. That's not what they've been doing for the past ten thousand years. <laughs> where men are just let's go fuck up that enemy <laughs> nation for some reason. You know, we got yeah. that dark part. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, practice. Those are the two things I'd recommend. Like, fucking get pepper spray. No one's... You're not gonna get thrown in jail. Your life is not gonna get ruined if you pepper spray some dude in the back alley who's yeah. trying to mess you up. Now, here is the biggest issue with all of the things that we just said. Unfortunately, most of the abuse happens behind closed doors, in houses, by your family members or loved ones. And that's the saddest report. So, yeah, yeah, to yeah. that end, record everything. Now... Oh, man, just fucking leave. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll go. Actually, shortly we'll get to that. Okay. Here's the thing. So I asked a cop what to do, and she did give me links that I'm going to include in the podcast description. Like, I have somebody in Calgary who I talked to about this and blah, blah, blah. And then she asked me to look up a case. It was in 2012, um, and I should have written the name here, but I did not. But basically, it was a case of domestic abuse. She had broken up with the guy, and then he stalked her and yep. slashed her tires. And she Jeez. had called the cops six times between August and October. She ended up being killed by him. Yep. Because this is how it goes. Yep. This is statistics. This is facts. This is... Yeah, man. That's the thing. Like, honestly, the cops are not there to protect you. They they're can. there to solve... Well, that's the thing. Because Especially they're not now. there. Yeah, like... So once, like... The only thing that you can do is take it into your own hands and get a restraining order so that if he comes near you again, at least he's in prison right off the yep. bat. Yep, and carry that pepper spray. Carry that pepper spray. But you need to make sure that you are mm -hmm. safe. Yeah, and that would be, that's the thing. Like, I don't know why more women also don't do restraining orders. I guess it's like that fear thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Like, I, 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 I'm not coming at it from that perspective, so. Yeah. But. but I can tell you that restraining orders work. Yeah. And not only will it keep you away from the places of work, and I think it's like 100 meters, um, all of your places of work and your home, but also it prevents him from contacting your friends trying to get a hold of you. Yeah. So you're safe, your circle is safe. Yeah, and like, once again, if he wants to then escalate it, at least there's now paperwork. Like, yeah. then when you do Mason, you're like, I had a restraining order. Yeah. You know? Like, I've done everything in my power to keep him away from me. Yeah. I'm going to fuck him up. Yeah. Um, so, this is your favorite part. Fucking leave. Well, hold on. I got one more oh, quick okay. thing. One more quick thing. What do we think about just as another protection? Resumes for your boy from your boyfriend. Like, oh. what's so bad about, like, hey, can I talk to one of your exes? Yeah. Judge their reaction. It's like, fuck no, you can't. Or they're like, oh, we oh just... no, she's all crazy. They're just crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you could learn a lot just right there before you even start dating. Like, I don't know. We check into so many things. We check in the shoes we buy, the reviews. We check into, mm -hmm, yeah. you know, the Airbnb reviews. I'm just like, oh, I hope I get a nice five-star one yeah. because this will be very helpful because for people matters. in the future. Word of mouth. Yeah, it man. always matters. Referrals always matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're in the recruiting, you know. I Word know. of mouth. Like, Statistics, man. Yeah, so I think that's all. Like, I don't know how you would actually implement that, but I think actually. this just comes to, like, Getting in the first place, we need to set set up a better culture where meeting on fucking what's like a like Tinder, mm -hmm. like not that people who've met on Tinder Tinder is bad. There's people with good intentions, but like meeting on Tinder to fuck, yeah, specifically, you Can, know, there's stuff like that. So in Alberta, actually, there's this thing called Claire's Law, yeah. and basically, if you were worried about your partner's abuse history or any kind of history, you can 
apply, they will send you all of the, his records if he has any or yeah. if he's clean. Yeah. Absolutely. So all my Alberta yeah. girls, go check everybody out. Yeah, exactly. Like, protect yourself so you don't find yourself in these situations. Like, why would you not want to? Yeah. Like, the what's, amount of videos like, that I watched on YouTube to buy a car. Like, yeah. Best best case scenario, you uh, hear some, like, nice stuff about your partner. Yeah, they were overall good. You didn't work out for X, Y reason, but overall they were good. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wow. So even in a breakup, there was something nice to say. Yeah. Like the hop G. Like, like top G, like yeah. Top G? Like Andrew Tate, man. All every single ex-girlfriend has nothing <laughs> bad to say. The yeah. whole other world does. Every other girl in the world yeah, does, yeah, but yeah. not any one of his ex-girlfriends. Yeah. Which classy guy. Classy he got it. That, that says something. <laughs> you know, so, um, leave. Yeah. You this just, is where we're at. You just gotta leave. Like that's the point of these lines that we talked about at the beginning. Yeah. Is so when you cross them. You know it's know. time to go. It's not, and you've only known it, this guy for like four months. Like he got crazy huh? in four months. Even if you've known him for ten years, and he yeah. got crazy, man. Like yeah. it, there's some lines you just don't cross. Like just I hear people cross. making excuses for cheaters, and it's just like, well, I've never cheated, you know. Yeah, so, so it is possible. It is possible to yeah. not cheat, in fact, and I've done it with multiple partners. Yeah. So and it's been possible. In long relationships. Like y- you could say at some point, seven years, and while I got bored. Yeah, nope. <laughs> no, like, yeah, you know, it's just like we, yeah, know your line. So when they're crossed, that's when you're out and you just got to leave. Like, yeah. just. And again, like, this is tough love. And you're going to get this a lot from kind of here on out. Yeah. We're adults. Like, yeah. mommy isn't going to come in and tell you to to get out. It's not yeah. her job to come The police aren't going to come in and protect you it's and not... tell him to reform. Yeah, it's not the responsibility of friends to convince us that we leave. You need to make a conscious decision to get up and yeah. leave. And it's not even your responsibility to try to change him. Like, yeah. honestly, you got your mentality with this world is fuck everyone else. I got to do what's best for me as long as it doesn't in- hurt anybody, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, but, like, honestly, we got to be more selfish where it's like, I'm not going to tolerate this kind of behavior, this kind of disrespect or this yeah. or that. Like, yeah, absolutely. Because, no. Because like, no, because I'm not doing it to you. Well, and I think we need to, like, we've talked a lot about generations and how they kind of just repeat themselves. And so yeah. if you have an abusive environment, it affects children. Yeah, exactly. You're just going to keep passing that on until somebody beats it. Yeah, and you got, like, be the change, man. Yeah. Like, And this literally is a guide to how, like, grab your notebooks because, yes, the first step is to leave. Yeah. That's the first step. The second one is this is more of like a red flag kind of thing. If he's offering dental plans, health insurance, gym memberships, cell phone plans in a matter of months, leave. Yeah, 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 the yeah. The reason he is doing this is to have as much control as possible as long as yeah, possible. It's, it, yeah, it's just like, so it's just like 18 things you have to break to leave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when you, and it does make it harder, which makes it more overwhelming. And you're already in panic mode. So how do we get out? Like... I yeah. can't, I don't know where to go, blah, blah, blah. That's it. So we're going to move. The first thing you're going to do is go and look on Kijiji. This is the first thing I did. Find the cheapest spot. Yeah, Call even, a parent. Yeah, even like if you have no one, like every city I guarantee in the Western world has uh, shelters. women's shelters that yeah. you can go to. I know it's not ideal, but like, you know, that's like yeah. just, I don't know. Sometimes you have to restart because of poor choices and just And this was count. another thing that came up men not letting their ex move out until they knew where they lived 
Yeah. I'm not going to get you a moving truck until I know exactly where you live. No, I'll send the money to your landlord. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. No, he does not get to know where you live anymore. He does not get to, like, your home should be your peace. Yeah. You can't go home in fear. It's fucked. So get friends to help you move, family, hire somebody. He does not get to know where you live. Yeah. Um, I changed my number. It was a very clear sign where it's like, listen, I do not want you to have contact. I don't want you around. And I can actually take things into my hand and prevent you from having my number. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Take some steps. You need to do this. Yeah. You need to start making conscious decisions. So that is step two. You get the fuck out. Then you change your number. Hmm. Um, Cut ties. This is a big one. Again, social media is fucked. Okay. We should not know what our ex is doing on a day-to-day basis. Back in the day, if you break up with somebody, you might never see them again ever in your life. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> or they might be your sister that's down the way. Who knows? Like... Depending on how far back you go. <laughs> cousin. cousin. Cousin down the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, cousin down the way. Um, Only too far back. But yeah, Adam and Eve's children it, far back. Adam and Eve. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, it's unhealthy. So block him on social media. Unfriend anybody that might be in contact with him. Like, you're disappearing. You're not giving him any chance at contacting you or learning about you. You get to control this breakup. Yeah, we did an episode, like, never pick up a phone call from your ex. It's never going to end well. Like Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't. And then I would say again, record everything. If he calls, if he screen, or if he calls, screenshot it. If he calls 100 times, screenshot it. Because all of these things can be used for a restraining order. Yeah, exactly. Every single one. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the big, 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 big one that I really need to emphasize throughout this whole thing, tell people, don't hide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell your, like, if you know their, their family, tell them. Yeah. Like, if you know your family, tell them, tell your friends, tell everyone, like, what is happening? This guy is making me. He's unsafe. He Mm -hmm. is unhinged. I Mm -hmm. am, I'm not, I'm not safe. I'm not mentally well. Um, and as soon as I started telling people, it became a lot harder to even think about going back because yeah. I wasn't just going back to him. I was going back to him with the knowledge that everybody knew what I was sure, going back to. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then I looked weak and I was like, eh, <laughs> I'm like, not going to do wanna. that. It was a bad look. So it, it helped me stay <clears throat> accountable. Like I did not want the drama. I didn't want to look like that, that girl. Cause I think it's weak. And again, ladies, step it up. We're the gatekeepers. And I think well and a lot of this behavior is because he's intimidated by you yeah sure he wouldn't try to control you if he didn't feel like he needed to to be able to like control you to have a say in your life and all that kind of stuff yeah so yeah like tell people why you're leaving you have to and like holy shit back to this cheating thing um I'm so sick of people covering up cheating. Yeah, it's absolutely absurd. It's absolutely absurd. It's crazy. That's like one of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> yeah, ten adultery. Ten simple rules. Yeah, yeah, ten simple rules. Like, yeah, yeah, you can boil that whole book down to ten simple rules. And this rules. goes down to that gut feeling. Like, you know when you're, like, about to do something yeah. and you kind of feel like shit? Like, you're yeah. about to, like, I don't know, steal something or lie to somebody and you kind of feel like shit? That's because you're not doing a good thing. Yeah, you like, know, like... Ugh. Your body knows. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, the cheating one. Just what the and hell? And, like, I know it's so embarrassing and it sucks and, like, it's so, it's hurtful and, and women think it's a reflection of us and, like, I get it. I get it. I get it. But that's exactly why you should tell others. People care so much about their image than they care about people's mental health. And I just, like, here are the facts. 
you need to like hear the consequences of the actions yeah. kind of thing yeah like i would have no problem outing a person like if i if i was cheating on and i broke up because i would yeah i would when people oh what happened to that person like, oh, cheated, cheated on me, on me. cheated on me yep and I, that would be all wonderful relationship until she cheated on me yeah like and then that's it that's all like you make it common you make it known and like, you don't need to give the all of the the drama how you yeah, found no, out all no, that no it's no, just, just a he, fact. no just cheated he Take cheated the like emotion out of it. yeah like it's so interesting man just going back to like the media we consume and stuff and children growing up on tv and stuff and it's one thing to watch television and crazy shit when you're 25 plus, when your brain's developed and you have an understanding of the world and what is actually healthy and what yeah. is not. But I just can't imagine growing up on watching TV shows and yeah. maybe even thinking that's normal. Yeah, like, all of the stuff we watched was very sheltered and respectful. And like, well, and it was in, in the 90s. It was nowhere oh, near true. what it is now. Yeah, like the, the R-rated movies then are like G now. Yeah, exactly. Like it's way The, the conversations, the topics, like yeah. it's absolutely... Just even watch any movie today with uh, children in the family, like a, like a family movie where it's like husband, wife, and they have three kids. All the children are like talking shit and like just... Dis- Disrespectful, yeah. like that shit does stuff, parents. man. Like it normalizes it. Yeah, it normalizes it exactly. Like, like no, Caillou. I was not allowed yeah. to watch Caillou oh, really? back in the day because he had a bad attitude. Oh really? He would okay. talk back to his parents and mm. all that stuff. And my cousin was allowed to watch it, and then he yeah. started having a bad attitude. And then yeah. my aunt was like, "No, nope, this is not okay." And then my parents got on that bandwagon. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like, if no one's telling them this is wrong behavior, yeah. And the most spongy a kid can be is between zero and six. Yeah. So when you're letting Treehouse TV do the babysitting. Yeah, exactly. You're really missing out on yeah. some solid imprinting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the last is, again, like I know that some people have issues with calling the cops, but the cops have records. And the more time that yeah. they go to this house, the more time that they're involved, the more times that there's a police report, it still exists. It matters. It goes on records. Police have everything, even from 50 years ago. It's wild what they keep and what they have access to. Yeah. So build up a file. Yeah. And use it again. And then if other women to check, they can check that. Exactly. And this, like, do other women a service. And this is, like, this is kind of why I think it's so important to do this, because I ran and hid, and then it continued happening and got worse and worse and worse. So I'm taking a stand. I'm going to talk about my experience. I'm going to talk about how I got out of it to avoid, to help any other women that happen to be going through this, because... Again, it's more common than not that you can't just leave. Yeah. Um, men, I'm going to give you some, like, easy tips for a breakup, okay? Yeah. Leave them alone. Leave them the fuck alone. Leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. Just let them go. Man, like, it is so interesting, like, um, just, pe- like, after a breakup, like, I remember trying to break up with my ex twice, man, mm. and it's not that she, like... She won me back, unfortunately, is the unfortunate thing. It's just like when somebody says they're done, they're done. You know, like don't win them back. No one wins in that situation. This is the issue with Disney, and we talked about this in the I Broke My Own Heart episode. You want guys to fight for you. I'm going to break up. I'm leaving. No, babe, come here. I'm going to do this. Yeah, where's the the climax of this story? You know, like where's the, the drama of it? Like, yeah, man, like it's one of those things, and it goes like, Leave them alone. When somebody tells you you're done, that is it. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's, that's it. all. So don't stalk them. Don't stalk them. Don't threaten to show up at their work. Yeah. Don't drive around their house. Don't drive around their work. Yeah. Don't go to their friends' houses. Yeah. 
Don't check their social media. Treat them as if they're no longer existent. That's it. That's it. It's pretty easy. It was a fun time with that random stranger that I'll never see again. And like, like, man, even if there's not abuse, like, just like, just if somebody breaks up with you, like, that's it. You got to get in that headspace now where it's done. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. So this is it. This is, this is the hard part. Okay, ladies. This is where it gets like, this is where I'm like tough love this is you readjusting the narrative and taking control and taking the reins and now that you've left him that's not it that's not all you had to do that's really not all you had to do because you're going to now put yourself in a position where your bar is now raised you'll never be with a guy like this again because you've leveled up and you've just like you've healed and whatever trauma that normalized this behavior while you were younger is never going to be like it's dealt with it's healed we're we're done with that like yeah that's it but remember before something great happens to you everything else has to fall apart and i speak from experience when i say this it was like the darkest six months after i broke up with him but everything came back into place everything and i think it was necessary i know it was necessary i'm in panama with you Mm -hmm. we're gonna get married yeah you could have been married to him oh my god i get your last name (laughs) i'm so excited i'm so excited okay so yeah it's a fun last name behoizowitz no behoizowitz (laughs) see i'll never get it he's germans man (laughs) what do you do yeah um so what's next this is again the hard part you're left him you're alone in your room you're crying you're lost, you're confused, you're blaming yourself, you're wondering where you missed it, why you didn't leave earlier, you're embarrassed, you're ashamed, you hate yourself. And that's fine, you can have a night of self-pity. Actually, I needed like a month of just like pure numb and I needed to regulate again and all that. Like it does take time, unfortunately, leaving an abusive situation, like it fucks up your brain chemicals, it fucks up your communication lines in your head because you're, again, your body thinks that you're in danger all yeah. the time. Yeah. So it took me a month. We broke up November 15th. It took me until January for, well, like December 31st, where I was like, okay, here's now the plan. I'm going to make a plan. This is what my future is going to look like. This is what I'm going to do. And again, <laughs> past B really come in, came in clutch for this one. Because at that time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, like, analyze my recovery through this i'm going to analyze this breakup i'm going to analyze and keep track of all of these like healing points where it's like oh i this song doesn't make me sad anymore or oh driving down this road doesn't remind me of him or oh i haven't thought about him 17 times today or like just all these little things that i would notice throughout the next year year and a half that it was like oh okay shout out to past b because now i can share all of that with you guys and you can kind of come up with, you know, the plan because it's so important. And I honestly feel like if I didn't do this, I would have dated the same person in a different body because hmm. that's what I was attracted to. And that was where my standards were. Yeah. Look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the first thing you're going to do, you're going to date yourself. And honestly, if you're on birth control, get the fuck off that right now. Yeah. Because it on, like we've talked about it before, it genuinely, it's proven to change the way that you think and you're attracted to different kinds of men. Yeah. And it's fine because you're going to date yourself and go full 
celibacy. Yeah, that's that's the best advice. Just fucking fall in love with yourself because you can't rely on anyone, man. I used to you hear need this you. Term and it was like the best way to get over someone is to get under somebody else. And it was something that I used to tell myself uh, to feel better about being sure. a little flute. And <laughs> I was lying to myself. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's not going to make you feel better. You don't. That's not the way that you're going to get over this breakup because we're doing it in a healthy way. That's it. We're going to be healthy about this. So, yeah. So, full celibacy. And I'm talking, like, full celibacy. We're not talking, don't go to dates and then just not have sex. Like, you're, you're deleting all the apps. You're not giving any guys any attention. You're, you're done dating. You're going to date yourself. You don't have time to be dating everybody else. You, you, you have stuff to build. You have stuff to build. You've got yeah. a foundation of love to build in yourself again. Yeah. And it takes time and it takes consistency and it takes focus. Focus, mm-hmm. lady. It takes br- bringing yourself some flowers yeah. every Friday. Ooh, treat yourself. Yeah. Or whatever you're into. Like 100%. Yeah. You like getting flowers delivered? Deliver them at work for yourself. Miley Cyrus song. Oh yeah, that's so popular right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna sing it, but (laughs) she can get herself flowers. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, write affirmations on the card that gets delivered to you. You're strong. You're smart. You're beautiful. You're capable. You're however he ripped you apart. You've got this. Like, you don't need it. Um, I think also, I don't think you should watch porn either. I think that. Porn does some things to your brain, and especially when you're trying to recover from this kind of trauma, you want to keep your brain clear, and you want to, like, again, this is a distraction, date yourself. But I'm not saying don't get off, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, to be clear about this, because... Our human needs, after all. <laughs> yeah, therapy with B coming at you. Um, I think that it's really important to, to take this time solo, dating yourself, and figure out what your fantasies are. So grab a vibrator, shut your eyes, and imagine what you would like to be to done. Like, like is it is it a guy nurturing you all day? Is it the slow, soft sex? Is it like, is it the calming, gentle, in love kind of porn? Like, what it what do you think of when it's just you? What yeah. actually gets you off? Yeah, like it, it's so interesting, like hearing people's sexual deviancy and getting people off and the amount of women that have told me to choke them Mm. it's just like i don't get it man like that does nothing for me that in fact is quite the fucking opposite of like yeah 100 yeah and it's just like it's it's this thing like yeah like start thinking about what these kind of things you're looking into what what really is that like yeah and like like yeah, why, where did that why even is come yeah from? where did that come from why is that getting you off yeah there i'm gonna say it there are unhealthy sexual behaviors Absolutely. believe it or not we live in a society where apparently you can just fuck anything you want and it's acceptable but no think, there are healthy things to be doing with yeah. yourself there are healthy sex patterns yeah like that whole golden shower like why do you call it that when you're pissing on the person that you love so fucking you throw andrew tate in jail and then you have movies like fucking the fucking 50 shades of gray oh that's fucking abuse that's sexual deviancy that's yeah. not good Where sexual the only behavior thing that can get him off is whipping you yeah and that movie all of a sudden was just like the greatest most socially acceptable because thing it's just like if that was a guy in a trailer park it would be a whole yeah. different conversation yeah and it just it's one of those things like really what the fuck like i think too and like i can speak to experience i've been with people who were 
they've crossed that line and they just they, they they're so far back they they watch porn every day yeah. they but they're so far back from what sex really is mm-hmm. that they need that shit to get off they're yeah. so far over the line yeah. that they have to get so fucking crazy they have to like dicks shoved up their ass men involved yeah like you have to go to like hookers get hookers on your birthday so you sure. can get off like yeah it's yeah so the point of it is yeah you got to kind of recenter yourself and start redeveloping even sexual like good sexual habits like yeah. and you being respected should be the first priority of any <laughs> yeah. sexual i'm gonna go out and say this too like if anyone any guy shoves his dick in your mouth without asking fucking push him to the curb push him push him to the fucking curb if they do that without asking you first or unless you have a previous agreement where it's like every thursday you can't don't worry about you know like like but like like just like play thing or like whatever yeah like but fucking toss that motherfucker yeah that it just shows like disrespect just straight up disrespect like it's like it's just like it's like get give it give it to me like yeah like it's and by the way, yeah, how many I don't know, times man. is he going down on you? Because I'm sure it's not that the same. That like, one's crazy. That one is crazy. just crazy. The amount of tell, yeah, forced blowjobs that are guys no are doing. Reciprocation. Yeah, it's fucked, man. It's fucked. It's so. It's just, in my opinion, very, very disrespectful. Just yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love a good blowjob, but when it's it has to be mutual, man. Yeah. Like like she... me puking on your dick is that attractive for you no. because you're shoving it so far down see and this boat. is like this thing like this like sexual deviancy like this like overboard culture that we're in it's like, like that's not good for you it's not good for you to watch it's not good for you to participate in yeah. it changes things in your brain yeah it changes the communication pattern it changes what flight or fight should be it like you gotta get healthy and so i'm telling yeah. detox okay detox from the porn and just get yeah. off with your own imagination yeah and exactly make it healthy yeah make some healthy fantasies yeah and then again do things for yourself date yourself you want to yeah. you've always wanted a guy to give you a spot date treat yourself you want to go away for the weekend go alone you want to go to a fancy dinner and nobody's taking you go buy your own steak and talk to some waiters and just go alone yeah i went to a movie alone sure it was nice what movie um actually i don't remember and <gasps> yeah it, it says a good time <laughs> it killed well i was still kind of a numb period that was like my like i'm gonna do things on my own mm. and i lost the movie stub and like even <laughs> on my, like because i write these things down and i to this day cannot tell you what it was but i got a whole bag of popcorn and i, didn't share <laughs> I do it, so. love movie theater popcorn yes um okay so this is another thing because getting to know yourself eh? This is extremely important. You need to know what it is about you that attracted you to that man in the first yeah. place. We can blame men as much as we want, but we put ourselves in that situation. So let's find out why. Yeah. And again, not a bad thing. You got to spend time yeah. with yourself. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. Well, like even like a good question is like, how much was he like my dad? And was my dad abusive? Oh my like, God. I literally almost like, married my father and it's so crazy to look at now yeah. and see it all kind of unfolding and like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a very easy, just like a quick little check, you know, and literally like I can speak from example or from, from experience. I healed all of that stuff after this breakup and then found a guy that was like way over the yeah. top amazing and nothing like any of the, actually still a lot like both my dad and my uncle, but the best parts. Hmm. best parts and so i'm super grateful because i wasn't i'm not attracted to the bad parts anymore like yeah yeah you can spot them out for me it's not yeah yeah. um and this is like something that i did too it was like 
I have to, I was born with me. I got to die with me. I got to listen to this little voice inside my head consistently. Yeah. I don't like this gut feeling where I feel like I'm lying or I feel like I'm not being honest with what the situation really is. And like, so I really, 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 really had to work on self-awareness. Yeah. Really had to work on self-awareness. And it was like, like, do I feel like I gossip too much and it's hard to be around? Great. I'm going to be positive and I'm going to make sure that I say nice things about people or whatever. I feel like, you know what? Shout out to um, my aunt. When I was like 15, I was so emo and negative and like it was at the Facebook status phase where you'd be like, oh, I hate my life and like <laughs> the best song lyrics from like Panic of the Disco or like My Heart Bleeds for You When It's Black at Night. 100%. Yeah. So it was like all of that on, and obviously my aunts and uncles and grandparents looking at all my Facebooks and they don't <laughs> know that it's like Three Days Grace or like My Chemical Romance or whatever. And First so, of all, uh, I just want to point out how lame it is that you're Facebook friends with your grandparents. Oh, all of them. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, yeah so yeah. she had made me change that. And every single day I had to put three positive things about my day on Facebook. I was like, that's not happening. She was like, why? You post all the other shit on there. Like, why uh-huh. can't you do this? And so, yeah, every day for like a month, three, three months, I have no idea how long it lasted. But I got into the habit of being more positive. Yeah, yeah. I you truly think that changed my life. Yeah, for sure. Changing uh, just the way you start viewing yeah. things, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Power of positivity, man. Like, it's wild. Wild. And this is another one. Like, if you feel like you rely on sex too much or you watch too much porn, like, this is your self-awareness phase. Like, mm. this is great. You get It's a... And no judgment. It's just you and yourself in your room. Like, yeah. write it down and... And notice things about yourself where it's like, oh, okay, I went for coffee with this person and I was triggered as fuck. Why? Yeah. Why? Like, what alarms are coming up? And is it because of this behavior? Is it because of, like, and you're going to see a lot shift in the next couple because it's wild. When self-awareness happens, your world flips upside down. Yeah. Because you genuinely become more honest with yourself and it's hard to be around people who aren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very hard. Or it's tough to be around people who make you want to be a different yeah a dishonest version of yourself you know yeah. like because yeah. then it's like well no i'm not gonna do that to myself i love myself yeah like i can't yeah we can't, can't lose her again yeah like there are some people where it's just like i gotta almost stop because it's just like there's no more point to fake it yeah like just like yeah no 100 percent. and it's like liberating you yeah. get to this point where the ex comes back and i remember that day i was like whoa like whoa i was attracted to that like and it kind of makes you cringe, and you're kind of like, whoa, like... <laughs> <laughs> Quick little sidetrack. <laughs> you you and my ex are really good friends. Oh, Steph was on last week's episode, mm-hmm. even, so you guys were going through some cringy uh, 18-year-old messages we were sending oh back and forth. Oh, my God, solid messages. Yeah, you know, there's such embarrassing ones, such as, like, oh, I like it when you rub my back. Like, or... this was sexting for church kids, Okay. It was adorable, and I'm so happy that you're so pure because you're so adorable. It's so wholesome. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay, this is sexting in church. I liked uh, um, rubbing your back. It, it was it was so nice. Did did you like when I rubbed your back? Yeah. Lol. It was nice. It was real nice. Oh, it, is there anything else you like? Oh. Okay, okay, okay. That's enough of that. So pure, but now you have people like, oh, you can't wait to shove my cock down your throat so that you. Whoa! Whoa! Motherfucker, step back! Whoa! Yeah, man. 
Like, that's crazy. That it should be that aggressive. No. That, especially when you're, like, a Tinder douche. Like, yeah, I don't even like, know you like that. Like, why would I literally, like, put my hands between, or put my head, my neck between your hands so that you could shove me in your dick? Like, yeah, crazy. No. Crazy world. No. But you'll get to this point, and I promise, I promise, I promise you'll get to this point after you do all of this stuff where the ex will come back and you're fucking free-flying. Like, you're so past it. It doesn't hurt you. You just kind of feel bad for the next girl. It, you know, you know. And you'll see the little girl that you used to be and you'll be so, she'll be so proud. And, like, I think about that all the time. Like, if I was 20 and looked at who I could have been if I got married to him versus now. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. We talk about that often about the little us and how proud they actually are Mm -hmm. yeah no like the story of my parents saying what i wanted to be growing up it was he wants to live away from everyone in a motorhome with some animals two dogs yeah yeah that was yeah little mark would be very pleased very pleased you got a whole island whole island yeah and you got four cats. Yeah, like concept. He had the concept. He didn't have the yeah. actual logistics of it. Yeah, it's it's a little mark. Yeah, a little mark. Yeah, slightly tweaked for the better. <laughs> um. Okay. So you're gonna start doing things that you haven't done or weren't allowed to. Sure. That happens. So going out at all hours of the night. For, oh my god, the yes phase. This is the best phase of the breakup. This is the phase where you would text me at like eleven o'clock and you're like, yo. Let's all go get the group together and go get Donaires. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yep. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Yes, Faith. Yeah. I'm going to say yes to whatever. And yeah. Because I think in like experiences like that is where you're going to meet like uh, people you actually want to be around. Like you, you mm-hmm. say yes to your friend and then maybe you bump into somebody and you chat them up that way. Like mm-hmm. I think these kind of interactions is more what we need. We're not doing it on Tinder anymore. Like, We're not doing like yeah, and it will come up accidentally too, yeah, man. It will. Always. It will. And you're going to wait to do that though until you're all healed. For sure, for sure. Again, yeah, yeah. and we told in the in that other episode, crazy attracts crazy. Yeah. And the yes phase is not the point of the yes phase is to not um like you're not supposed to be like, well, I'm gonna find the next guy. Yeah, I'm gonna no, do it. No, 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 no. The point of it is to like, just like I'm go out, have... experience, have fun, like yeah. focus on good things, do things that take you out of your comfort zone a little bit. Because yeah. maybe you might like that little bit of a thing that took you out. Yeah. Maybe all of a sudden you just discovered your new passion. My yes phase meant that I, for the first time, I wasn't controlled by a church, a boyfriend, or a parent, and it was like I actually just did things that made me happy. Mm-hmm. That. And it was, there was no rules. There was no time to yeah. be home. There was no... Dishes in the sink. You can leave them there as long as you want. You know no one's going to give a fuck yeah. until you do it. That's it. Like, yeah. It was like my life, my yeah. responsibility. There was something about like owning it. And like, I actually am not a child that... And I do think yeah. that when you live with somebody, it's like a respect thing to like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. But out of this kind of controlling situation, like it was so liberating to just do what I wanted to do and like, mm-hmm. and talk. I feel like... There was a lot of talking that happened that year. There was a lot of fires that happened in my house and a lot of talking. And that was super important because, mm-hmm. like, I know what it's like to not have a place where you feel like you can talk and yeah. you've silenced and practice speaking. Genuinely, practice yeah. speaking out loud, even if it's to a voice uh, uh, or a wall, a voice recorder, because what you have to say matters. Yeah, yeah, even to a voice recorder, like, honestly, it helps a lot. And yeah. you don't have to release it or show anyone, but, yeah. like, it just, even you go back in a year and listen and then it, it's gonna be good it's gonna be great. or it'll be awful which will be good because then you'll be like oh fuck i'm still here yeah move it and again like i'm 
I mean, I'm so happy that I kept all the records of everything that I did and, like, journals and everything <laughs> like that because I can look back and be like, damn, girl. But you don't even have to do that because you'll get to a point where you look at other people and you're like, damn, girl. Yeah. Like, you just know. You yeah. just know. Um, 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 what does this mean? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I've had so many people reach out to me about the podcast. And earlier episodes were, I released the family stuff. I honestly don't even remember what's in those episodes. Okay. Don't remember. Because as soon as I kind of, like, released it, I released it. Like, physically released it. And I've noticed that with everything. Like, even that breakup episode. Like, I was thinking about it. I needed to articulate it. I needed to get it out. I didn't know how. It was, like, on a blog. But that's not like a... Like, I needed to get it out. And I got it out and just detached from it. Yeah. It was this weird detachment process. Yeah. And it's, it's proven that when you physically get things out of your body, whether it's tears, whether it's, like the truth whether it's like you need to get it out because you're going to be burdened with this forever forever yeah and it won't matter once you've done it like hey i've acknowledged that i treated myself like shit this is how it happened yeah it's done so we're going to make sure that it doesn't happen again yeah and this is another big thing to forgive yourself like i myself haven't made the best choices like i learned survival skills i learned coping mechanisms and most of them were toxic and that was something that I kind of had to own. It had I had to come to terms with that. I had to identify my toxic behaviors. I had to identify like the manipulation tactics and like weeding my way out of situations. And like there was a lot of unhealthy behaviors that I lo- learned in order to survive in an unhealthy situation. Yeah, yeah. Forgive yourself. Like. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah, maybe you did were uh, reactive abusing people. Yeah. But like, yeah, you just gotta move that move past that yeah you know yep and yeah and you like you use the coping mechanisms to survive that was good that was important blah 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 but now you get to unlearn that behavior yeah exactly because again you're never going to be in this situation again you're done with that okay so this is like that tough love thing because this is like well actually not even really yet but we're going to get to there um again this is going to be a very very lonely isolating time you've left everything you've had to do with that life Mm -hmm. there's no more connection with it you don't want and you don't want to be around even people who tolerate his behavior why would you want to be around friends yeah like that that don't call yeah or like when you break up with them then all your friends like oh finally like yeah like like that person was no good for you like whoa you didn't tell me this whole time yeah like break up with everybody that is in connection with him because yeah. anybody that supports that kind of behavior, and if you're friends, you know the toxic signs. Like, yeah. people just say, oh, they're crazy. Fun, yeah. but fucking crazy. What? A, it's just not, like, you don't want to be around it. anybody that tolerates that abuse. And I feel like you're going to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now, here's here's something that we're going to get over, like, some more. Like, you don't want to be put- petty in public. Like, I know that we all want revenge, and we all live in this TikTok world yeah. where, like, I'm going to post all my shit and blah, 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 blah. Don't do it. Taylor Swift has done that for you. I really (laughs) genuinely listen to the petty, angry breakup music. It helps. You need to get that voice out of your head. You need to acknowledge that that's how you feel. You need to, but like, don't be petty in public because he's probably taking care of that himself. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, you just got to get out of it. You're going to walk out of this. You got to get away from all toxic behavior, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, because you're not going to sink down to his level. Yeah. That was my thing. Like, I wanted to keep my dignity, walk with dignity. Huh. And I, he never saw me squirm. <laughs> nope. Um, I think grieving is a huge, huge thing. And, like, yeah, there's a lot to grieve. Like, you thought you'd marry him. You thought you'd have kids with him. You, you pictured Christmas mornings with kids with him, vacations. You thought you'd be joining a whole family. And oftentimes, you don't just date him, you date the family. Sure. Like, you've got other relationships, and you've got, like, that's it. You, yeah, they're done. Like, they're no longer... That's it. That sister you really liked hanging out with, I think that's over now. And here's an honesty piece, and we're going to get into the honesty shortly. Honesty piece. He's had a thousand girls meet the family. Yeah. You're not the only one. You've yeah. only been around for a couple years, maybe ten years, but, like, there's... And there will be one after you, so it's like you can't you can't linger there. You can't invest any more time there yeah. because eventually that one that's just a that's yeah. just a ticking clock. That one. Yeah, it's like he's never I gonna think, change. I, it comes back to this honesty thing. Like, man, you just gotta be honest with yourself and like really like think about the things and like how it's gonna impact you. Like, okay, yeah, yeah lose that relationship because <laughs> it's, it's it's just no more point. Like, yeah, and if you think that he's almost hitting you now, he will be hitting you in thirty years. Let me tell you, like, if you make it that Yeah, long. if it goes unchecked. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the thing. Either it, you check them on it or it goes unchecked and it just escalates. Yeah. And then you got to grieve the good times. Now, this is interesting because, like, us girls get sucked right back in because when he's vulnerable and when he's up all night crying and pouring out his heart to me and telling me how sad he is and, like nobody can understand like i've spent all of these like really intimate moments with him in the dark and like nobody gets him the way that i can and yeah i'm gonna fix him and like but we had amazing times and it was only a couple fights and blah 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 blah, blah. it's something you have to grieve yeah fine but again this honesty piece like he wasn't being vulnerable he was distracting you from hitting you earlier sure like yeah yeah like, he wasn't being vulnerable he was making up for the tantrum that he had earlier yeah. he or defending himself or like i just sometimes i get overwhelmed it's yeah like, i wow. have a disorder that i can't medicate or refuse to medicate for yeah. myself so i'm gonna it, continue like no yeah we're done with that like let's be really honest about the situation i i came across videos where yeah oh yeah that 2017 thing like i went for a year after the breakup saying it only got bad the last year and then I started being honest with myself. Yeah. And there was red flags from before we even started dating. Oh, yeah. He showed up at well, the Well, like, gym. even, the, like, the story of how you started dating, how you met, it's like, oh, yeah, great. Okay, so there's the some first time... fucking douchebag that was jumping between chicks and somehow you felt you entangled yourself with this fucking idiot and he was telling you from the beginning. the first time we slept together? Huh? It was, well, no, I guess not really, but this was what I kind of used to manipulate the situation to kind of get ahead in this situation because i wanted to date him sure like, i wanted to marry him but he was a player and like blah 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 yeah so he was dating this person and was like i want to have a threesome with you and she was like no and he was like why you've had threesomes before i'm fine i'm gonna break up with you if you won't give me a threesome huh what the fuck is that yeah but then i was like well i'll do it and that's how like then he was like oh okay well then you must be trustworthy and you must be this and blah 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 no no, that's very unhealthy. <laughs> this is very unhealthy. From the get-go, it was unhealthy, and yeah. I had to be honest with myself. I had to swallow it. Yep. <clears throat> and, again, like, this honesty thing. Like, getting your shit re together requires a level of honesty you can't even imagine. Like, and there's nothing easy about realizing that you're the one that's been holding you back this whole time. Yep. 
that your lack of discipline is the answer to some yeah. of those why not me questions yeah. that you Like, have. literally, everyone can wake up 15 minutes earlier and work out. Yeah. Just do so. Everyone has that ability. Everyone does, and it will drastically change your life. Yeah. You are the only thing holding you back. Yeah. And it's like yeah. a pill that you got to swallow. Mm-hmm. And we're going to like, this is kind of the hardest, I would say, the honesty part where it's like, and this is how you're going to live your life forever and always, okay? Yep. Precision of language. We're going to do a whole episode on this because I think it's so interesting. Yeah. But oftentimes, especially nowadays, we're fed these words that like sound better than what they are. Yeah. Like minor attracted persons. Yeah, that's a great one. For example. Yeah. They're just pedophiles. fucking pedophiles. Yeah. Call it what it is. Yeah. That's it. I don't want a, a word that helps me swallow you being a pedophile. Yeah. I'm not interested. Like, so I want to be very careful about what we use to identify the behavior of our ex, okay? Abuse, it's wild because, like, it's, I feel like a lot of people throw that word around, especially yeah. nowadays where it's Yeah, like, what is abuse and what is just a bad relationship? Yeah, right? Yeah. An incompatible relationship. Yeah, but if you're genuinely scared, if he's mm-hmm. hit you, if you don't feel safe, yeah. if you feel like like you, you, your skin crawls when he touches you, yeah, that's not, that is not okay. Do you clench up? Mm-hmm. Like, cause if you clench up ever once, like that's the sign, you, that's your body saying, I do not trust this motherfucker. Yeah. Like I don't, my physical body is letting me know yeah. I have no trust that I'm going to end up okay. Yeah. This is like, not like. Once you unlock, you got to get the fuck out and yeah. you got to listen to that body. It comes back to that honesty, man. Like your body's telling you things. Yeah. You got to listen. You got to listen. You got to be completely honest. Yeah. Got to be. Um, my uncle once said to me, like. I know that I kind of gave that story about, like, my dad reaching out to one of his ex-girlfriends and blah, blah, blah. And, like, all of us hated it. Yeah. And my uncle had said, you not being okay with it should have been enough. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You shouldn't need to kick. You shouldn't need to yeah. scream. You shouldn't need to fight. Yeah. You, as his daughter, being that uncomfortable should have been enough, you know? Yep. You being scared should be enough for this man who supposedly mm-hmm. loves you to stop. Yeah, because the number there's two things a man needs to do. He needs to protect and provide. Mm-hmm. So instantly, it clashes with that protect. If if you're afraid of him, he's obviously not protecting you. Yeah. That is not the man you want in your life. And he's not capable of protecting yeah. you. Yeah, like if if he capable. has two options and he chooses the latter, yeah. run. Like get yeah, the like, fuck out. That's the thing. Like I don't know if I've ever had a woman afraid of me. Like, no. I really don't think so. I really don't. My God, no. Like, yeah, no. It just, it's... The relationship, like, these dynamics between men and women, like, and it comes back to honestly. We got to be honest with how these things work and how they interact. And those are the, those are what a man needs to do in yeah. order to be accessible or uh, attractive to women. Yeah. You provide know, you need protect. to protect and provide for them. Yeah. That's, it's not that it's not that difficult. No. You'd think. No. But when they're not allowed to do that yeah. anymore, so that's why. Um, and then again, okay, when did the red flag start? Let's be honest with yeah. ourselves, okay? Yeah. Did you know that this was going on and you just kinda of thought you could like help? What's your what's it's on you? Yeah, like what is your get together story? It's always so funny hearing couples tell their first story of how they got together. And there's some classic ones where it's just like Wow, are you one shallow motherfucker? Yeah. You thought that? That was the first thing you saw? When yeah. You th- or, you know, like, or just like, oh, we, oh, we got into a couple tiffs or whatever. Like, it's funny in movies now, romantic comedies, the first interaction between the main leads are always this, like, 
negative one. Yeah. There's always some clash. Yeah. Every time. And that is like if that is your story, it's like that was your red flag, man. Yeah. Get that the was your the red goal. flag. Yep, hundred percent. But they just keep going. Yeah. Like, it's on you, ladies. It's on That's you after it. that. Like, what is your 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 dating story? Because I know mine is very pleasant and very cute. Oh my God, and so it wasn't cute. exactly how I wanted it. It was maybe a little rushed, but like It was cute. It was cute, it was respectful. And look at it, it's still going strong. Yeah. There was no like fucking craziness because that's not what you want for your story yeah 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 um another thing were you aware that he just came out of a breakup or mid breakup and that you were the rebound that might last longer than a rebound like yeah honestly that's on you that's the honesty like yeah you need to be aware of the situation we all want to be the rebound that lasts forever but it's not how it works it's called a rebound for a reason yeah like you got to be honest you got to be honest I think this is an interesting one, okay? How did he love you? Did he build you up or tear you down? Did he make you feel capable or stupid? Did he appreciate you or make you feel like you were a burden? Did he protect you or cause you harm? Because he thinks that he loved you. You have, like, these narcissists, these abusive people, like, they think they're doing the best job that they can do. Nobody's checked them. They have a bad example, whatever the case may be. They think that they love you but to you it really hurt so why does that make sense it hurt because he's not healed hurt people hurt people yeah okay no matter what like yeah exactly that's it no matter how many times they say they love you they can't love you in a healthy way yeah until they conquer their own toxic behavior yeah they're gonna just keep being toxic they can't so how did he love you yeah because that's important and you need to be honest with yourself and then follow it up to that is how did you want him to love you because this matters too like get that fantasy picture out of your head like did did you want him to save you did you want him to finance you did you want him to fix you i'm not talking about like oh i wanted to get married and blah 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 let's be honest like how did you want him to provide and protect for you yeah because if you jumped in that relationship because you thought like well he, he had a nice house and he's got a good job so he must be stable yeah are you in a relationship looking for love or are you in a relationship looking for stability? Yeah. Like, you got to be honest with yourself about yeah. that, too, because I we're, we want to get us to a point where we don't need another force, another outside force to, to get us anywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, it comes back to, like, you want to be able to do everything by yourself because you need to be able to do everything by yourself because yeah. you won't always have somebody. Exactly. And even things like, did you, were you using him as some sort of, like, pawn or tool to change your opinion of men Hmm. like was it a game for you did did you want him to sort out your daddy issues you gotta be honest you gotta be honest and then because we love self-reflection self-awareness who were you in the relationship because i look back and i was like amazing to my ex like best girlfriend i let him do anything i let him fuck anything i let him be anything i i created boundaries so he wouldn't have to for himself like but realistically if i'm being honest i enabled him yeah just enable his bad behavior I like when you're with the person that is right for you you won't have to monitor their bad behavior they're going to be doing it themselves yeah like they're going to be like no i want good one i want to be the best version of me because of this i find myself checking myself where it's just like hey he's done dishes like four times i need to do it before he like yeah because i want to contribute yeah i want to like i want to be the best that you 
Like, I don't want you to want me yeah. to do things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want you to need for anything, you know? Sure, sure, sure. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we went to the beach the other day, and uh, we, we pulled the boat up onto the shore, and then throughout the course of the day, the boat slightly shifted. So it was like, so naturally, the men just hopped in, yeah. me and the other guys, we hopped in, dragged this boat back, repositioned it. Both the girls just like... Sat on the beach. We so. all kind of said, oh, the boat needs to move. And without saying anything, both boys went to the boat, both girls went to sit down. <laughs> yeah. And it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, that is what a man does. It's like, he gets his hand dirty, that's the protection. Like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck was in that ocean, babe. Sharks, probably. Sharks, babe, sharks! <laughs> but that's it. You're putting your life at risk just because... Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like, I want to do that as well because, like, I want to be the best version of a relationship for you. I want to do those things. Yeah. Like, And, I mean, okay, here's the secret for you. We did try moving the boat. We were nowhere near strong enough. That's we hilarious. Did try when you guys were gone. Well, that's because but... it's man's work. <laughs> yeah. that's it was so embarrassing, funny. and then we were like, oh, oh, "That's man. so funny." We did try, which is probably <laughs> why it was way worse when you guys even got back. But, oh man. Yeah, we just let the men do it, and they did it right because they are stronger, and that's just life, you know. Mm. That's life. <laughs> I feel like when you fall into these roles, though, like that was Happier. the that was the most natural, happy moment, man. It's like okay. Okay, uh, other husband, let's go get dirty so our our wives can sit and enjoy the margarita. Like, yeah, that's and that's just, it. Was unspoken. It was. It was just so like that is what you do, especially out here. Like it's yeah. like old school here. So we don't yeah. live in a Western society here where women think that it's like cool to work hard. Yeah. I always say this to every Airbnb guest when they're female. I always say, oh, no, 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 in Panama, you don't carry bags. Yeah. Like, you don't do that here. Yeah, like, women never, I never carry. If we have, yeah. like, one of the taxi drivers or whatever, like, taking us to one of the other towns, he will get out and, I never, I mean, I never carry anything with you anyway, but he makes a point where, like, yeah, even it, if we're loading the boat, I'm not really allowed to help. It's yeah. like a weird thing that I help. <laughs> I get looks. Yeah, no, it's like it's like these things where it's like these like uh, the way we just are, man. It comes back to honesty. Look how humans have functioned. Look how yeah. people have been the most happiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, who were you in the relationship? Did you threaten to leave and never go? Did you use him for dates, trips, cars, clothes, medical <laughs> insurance, cell phones, gym memberships? <laughs> Did you lie about who you were and how much you could handle to make yourself more appealing to him? Hmm. Because this happens. This is what I did. Hmm. I lied. I was a strong one. I could handle it. I've been through so much. I no pro Nobody can deal with this kind of a person, so I can. Huh. Every relationship's crazy. This is just a level of crazy that I can tolerate. Like, sure. Did you parent him? Did you therapize him? Were you in a relationship or were you roommates who argued and fucked? Okay. Yeah, yeah, jeez. Like, hey. was it actually a... Uh, like a functional partnership or yeah. was it roommates that just actually hate each other but need to get off every once in a while yeah. like i have a very happy home calgary everybody would like come in there was a lot of people in calgary which is why i bring calgary but, like everybody would come in and be like oh, this is like such a happy home even our airbnb like our happiness radiates off of us, <laughs> says the reviews like yeah yeah you just know you know yeah. like um did you tell him about you did you talk about your day? Did you tell him about your stresses? Did you talk about your anxiety? Or is it too much for him? Yeah, that one's so interesting. Because once again, man, like you want to find somebody who protects you. So yeah. when he comes to you with a problem, like, of course you want him to listen. And yeah. if you want him to solve it, 
his turn to solve it. Yeah. It's time for him to solve it. And walking on eggshells is yeah. not him protecting you. Yeah, it exactly. It is him keeping you scared to keep control. Yeah, no, like, I want you to come, be able to come to me with anything. That's it. Like, that's it. Like, you know, if you have a problem, if something's not going right, let me know, and I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure it's going to work itself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's another thing. Again, who were you in the relationship? Reactive abuse is still abuse, ladies. I'm yeah. so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that he got you to that point. I'm sorry that that's the situation, but it's still abuse, yeah. and you should leave and yeah. never let yourself get to that point again. Like, yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. And this whole like I was in it so long, I just couldn't take it anymore. One, like if you're in it so long, why didn't yeah. you leave again? Why are there honesty. so many? Honesty. Yeah. That's on you. That's on you, man. All these red flags. All yeah. these red flags. Yeah. And then... So many? Yeah. Because this is like the excuse. Like, we're just like, I was in it so long and I couldn't take it anymore. And that's why you reactive abuse. Yeah. The other or the other answer I have to that is like, so you were in it so long. You saw what it did. You let it destroy you and break you. And then you went around and did the same thing back to him. Yeah. Be better. Yeah, exactly. Like, like don't ladies. let you... Know your line so you don't... Yeah. You don't do it... So you don't cross it either. Yeah. Like, you got... No. Um, another hard question you have to ask yourself about the relationship is, did you actually trust him? Yeah. Like, did you actually ever really trust him when he was at work and he would flirt with his work wife? What is that? Yeah, the work wife? What the fuck? Um, you thought that he was texting exes or still in love with exes. Like, was there any, did you actually trust him from the actual beginning? Yeah. Or was there always little things that were like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Do you believe him when he said he was just going... To get a slurpee? Yeah. Like, you gotta, you gotta yeah. be honest with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, again, these gut feelings. Yeah, you gut feelings, no. And, and I yeah, guarantee, I, after the fact, you're gonna see a lot more of these red flags, and you're like, fuck. Like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oops. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, again, okay. You're not, this is another, like, honesty thing, okay? Like, you weren't having panic attacks because you're stressed. You're having panic attacks because you're scared. Again, it's wild to me how people don't read their bodies. Yeah. But then again, this is why. Because we live in a world where people say that stress is depression and stress is anxiety. Like, medical terms yeah. for a stressful day. And it's like, it's convoluted these terms. Again, yeah. this fucking precision of language, okay? In this situation, you're in fight or flight mode, which is meant for life or death situations. Like... You're not waking up in the morning being forced to walk around eggshells. Like, yeah. you're having panic attacks because your body is telling you to get the fuck out and survive. Yeah. Get get out. Yeah. Get out. And this kind of goes back to one of the most difficult questions. is like, how much do you actually value yourself? Yeah. You would die if your little sister was in this relationship. You'd die yeah. watching your mom do it. Yeah. You would die letting your daughter go through this. So, yeah. like... Be selfish be for yourself. Selfish. And men like this prey on the weak. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's a certain type of women that fall into this. So, like, yeah. let's break it down and let's really, like, let's learn how to value yourself. So, do you invest in yourself? How much learning are you doing? How many podcasts are you reading? I know therapy isn't cheap. I get that. And that's usually people's excuse. Mm. But in today's age, you don't need therapy. You don't have an excuse. You don't have an excuse. You don't have like, one. There are enough books go... that you can read and podcasts, podcasts youtube videos you name it just go yeah. watch fucking even tiktok you'll find some beneficial things if you're in the right feed yeah 
just start talking about therapy around your phone and yeah, the yeah, AI like, will pick it all up. Yeah, like it, it, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Yeah, you it's... can you can you can conquer the problem, you can discover it, you can learn the tools. Yeah. For free. Yeah. And then but this is an issue too, because you can't just like go to therapy once a week and then go back to your shithole life. Yeah. And then expect things to get different. Like what kind of energy do you let around you? Do you have friends that have it together or are you consistently fixing their problems? Yeah. Do you have people that you can look up to or do you have people dragging you down? And I'm telling you, again, when you're more self-aware, your whole world kind of shifts and this is why. Because you start seeing people different. Like, whoa, you've been in the same toxic relationship for eight years with your boyfriend and I yeah. can see it bleeding into everything. Like, I don't want to be around that. And it's none of my business to change you. Yeah. So I want to be away from this friend. I don't want to be around that energy. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely something too. Like you don't, you you should never want to change anyone. No. Like that's the thing. Like if you find yourself in this mentality where it's like, well, he'll change. I can change. You're wrong. You're yeah. wrong. Stop it. That's why the you should never order. ever want to change somebody. Hundred percent. And I think that's why the protection order matters more than just you calling the police, because I feel like to some degree the police are expected to do something and fix the situation. That's can. none of their business. It's none yeah. of your business. You don't like. That's it. You're getting a protection order so that he can leave you alone. Yep. And that's it. That's yep. what you can control about your situation. You've yep. already left him, and it's none of your business. That's it. Um, I also want you to take a a hard look at who your family dynamic is. Is it something that you'd want to bring a partner into? Why or why not? And if why not, why are you in it? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> like if. I was embarrassed to pe- to bring people back home to, like, the olden days. And, like, it was awkward. And, mm-hmm. like, it's not somebody that I trusted or respected to have insight into my relationship anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, this weird thing where it's, like, this is not my life and this isn't a reflection of me. Yeah. But I feel obligated to bring you to these people. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Why are you in it if you, like, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. No. And then even, like, why are you fulfilled at work? Are you actually doing things that make you happy? Or are you consistently miserable 40 day, or forty hours yeah. a week? Which is a long time every week. Like, yeah. it's, I don't, it's just so easy to surround yourself with mediocre people and get caught in this mediocre life. And, yeah, like, when you look around, are you proud of your friends? No. Get new ones. Get new ones. There's a lot of people out there. Yeah. If all of your friends need therapy and refuse to get better... You're not going to have a lot to talk about at this point anyway. Yeah. You got to drop it. You yeah. got to move on. If you're on yeah, a healing when journey you're... and they've accepted that that's just how life is and they don't yeah. want you to get better. They think that you're fucking up your life and blah, blah, blah because you've chosen to cut people out and you know, yeah. run, run. Yeah. And those people will continually try to suck you down because they Yeah, can't they're just get a healthy. dead chain, man. Like yeah. some people are literally just dead chains, like And again, it's not your job to change people. So yeah, exactly. Like, if you don't like being around it, get the fuck away from yeah. it. Yeah. And you don't owe anybody anything either. Like yeah. you don't owe your mom anything, you don't owe your dad anything. Like yeah. you honestly don't. Like this this Yeah. You have to do what's best for you. Yeah, and hopefully other now. people will do what's also best for them. Be the change, and man. And then it'll all just be good. And again, yeah, like, like I just there's so many people come through the Airbnb, and I have these deep conversations with people, and it's just like, doesn't matter from where a person comes from in the world, I guarantee I can connect with them, yeah. like, and get them like talking, talking, and we can relate in different things, and we can both make a joke and stuff, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, it's just we we all want the same things ultimately. We all don't want to be shot at with guns, you know. We all yeah. want to be protected, and like. 
we can come back and find these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. If you're actually honest with yourself, yeah, it's very your whole life is a map. Yeah, it's literally a blueprint of what got you to where you are now. Yeah, if we're honest with ourselves and really look back at all of our decisions, you could see where you could have made a better decision. Yeah, and then carry on. You yeah, know? and then when that choice comes again, you do make the better one. Yeah, this is another big thing too. If you're looking for love. Any guy can come in and pretend like he can fill the hole. Yeah. And he can't. Like only I, Jesus can. Only Jesus. Yeah, I like. I wish my dad loved me. I do. Yep. But my ex loving me wouldn't just automatically make me feel like my dad did. Yep. Like it's not like an imaginary dad coming in and like. Yep. It's just it. It's not how it works, and only I could fill that void. Yeah. Well, it wasn't my ex. It's not friends. It's not you. Yep. It had to be me. Yep. And I had to own it. And I had to be honest with myself. And it sucked. And it was sad. And it was lonely. And it was... But it's so fucking important. Because I feel like I'm a, a whole new person. Hmm. A whole new person. Um, I think it's really important that you... Like, even go back and pause it and blah, blah, blah. Write all these things down. And then kind of, like, write your journey. Where you got to each step. Because I feel like every person that's gone through one of these breakups, these are kind of the steps that they've had to do in order yeah. to make it, like, healthy. So write down, your story matters. and Yeah, like uh, humans are just processing. We're just processing all all the time. And if you write stuff down, it's going to help you process and file it away. Like we're just trying to organize the world around us in our mind. Exactly. So yeah, help exactly. it out. Exactly. Um, yeah, learning how long it takes to process a breakup can teach you a lot about yourself. And then using this relationship and other abusive or triggering relationships in your life to really dig into why that was normal. Was there an uncle? Was there a dad? Was there a brother? Was yeah. there? Where did this abuse first start happening in your life? Yeah. Because that will give you an indication as to why you are where you are. You know. Yeah. Um, when I actually started owning my story, I honestly came to life. It was around Thanksgiving in twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Right before we kind of did the podcast. Literally, right before we did the podcast. I had written out kind of my story about like leaving my parents' house and just wrote it out and it was on Facebook and it was the first time that on Facebook, like people who have known various family for years and years yeah. and years, it was the first time that I had written it out and owned it for everybody to see. Yeah. And it was like, it was amazing. It was liberating and like, like literally 29 years that I was hiding and running and trying to figure out who I was outside of that, but didn't realize that that made me who I am now. Like I wanted to avoid it. I didn't want to own it. I didn't want that to be part of my story, but it was. Yeah. And I had to own it. And yeah, like there was no way for me to be without that part of my story. It shaped me. It made me. And being embarrassed about being with this guy, it was going to happen. But being hard on myself, like, it wasn't going to make it better, right? Like, it happened. I owned it. That's just part of history now. How do we make sure that we never end up like that again, right? Yeah. And this is how. We're going to come up with some new red flags. Because we're not we're not seven flags down. We're not living <laughs> with him when it's like, oh, yeah, there was a red flag before we dated. Yeah. And, yeah, I thought he, like, stalked me at the gym for the first couple months before he talked to me. Like, red flags, red flags, red flags. Okay, so the first one. And every time my ex comes back, this is his situation. If he's still involved, still living with, or mid-breakup, 
friend. Yeah, fucking leave. Like, you're not playing rebound to the relationship he yeah. lost and wants comfort for. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what he wants. He wants a pity party. He wants somebody to come in, love bomb him, do him. And, like, this is the thing, too. Like, relationships are so fun at the beginning and, like, honeymoon phases and blah, blah, blah. He's just trying to recover from his breakup. Yeah. That he probably ended anyway. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. You're also no longer playing therapist, babysitter, or mother. If he can't control his emotions, run. Yeah, yeah. Within reason, for sure. Like, like, yeah. If he pulls other people over on the road because they cut him off or because they fingered him, <laughs> if he, like, takes your burger out of your hand and throws it at somebody's windshield, <laughs> just leave. Like, just just fucking leave. And you're not crazy for leaving. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy behavior. Yeah, exactly. That's wild behavior. Yeah. And if your reason is just like, yeah, like, honestly, he threw too many burgers at too many windows, (laughs) it's a funny story, and that's just, like, be honest with it. Like, just be honest with it. It is part of your story, and it matters, okay? Um, I also, back to Mark's point, I don't think it's a bad thing to ask about past relationships. No. Why did it end? Are all the girls crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, are they still friends? And that's another thing, too. You get a very good gauge of how they describe their exes, Mm -hmm. like... Mm-hmm. You know, and everyone obviously will have something bad to say about their ex, but also, you know. What do they... you think about guys who are only friends with girls who can't maintain guy relationships? Yeah, I don't know what that quite is. I feel like it's a red flag too. Yeah, like if you don't have a bunch of guys, I don't know. Like I think it just, men need I feel men. like yeah, no, you definitely need men to make you better and like accountable. Sharpen you and, and I think this is another and, thing like, too, like. Men like this don't have a lot of lasting relationships because yeah. men call it, they see it, they, like, you, if I was to feel like a man, I wouldn't be doing this and I wouldn't show other men that I'm doing this because yeah. other men know it's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's just no account. Yeah. So that's why they can't keep male friends because they see the yeah, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's one of those things. Yeah, for sure. Like, Red flag. Yeah. Uh, if they can never take accountability. If everything is everybody's fault, he's blaming work, parents, uncles, <laughs> your past. Like, you dated somebody five years ago, they stuck a picture on the internet, and... <laughs> fucking run. Like, run. Um, if you're arguing a month into the relationship... Yeah, they're probably not the one you should be spending any more time with. Like, like I kind of think it's just, like, it's a good sign you're probably not that compatible yeah yeah exactly because really you shouldn't really be fighting at that stage about like anything like Mm -hmm. and if you are it's like what are you fighting about oh you disagreements about restaurants okay Mm -hmm. what happens now when there's a fucking big problem an actual fight yeah yeah it's yeah no not okay um again healthy relationships don't cause butterflies yeah i just i just i i just don't have any friends that I argue with consistently and just like leave me in a bad mood or something, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, there's no because... roller coastering with your friends, exactly, because that's not what a friend is. So it's like, if you're looking for a partner, they have to at least meet that same expectation. Yeah, like, why do people have better friends than partners? Yeah, I don't get that. Like, no, why they would have... you let this person into your entire world? Yeah, be your primary, Ugh. and then, yeah, yeah, no, um. We kind of talked about the whole love bombing, just met you, but blah, 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 blah. I don't know what you'd do if you left me. If you have a guy who's that reliant on you so soon into the relationship, it's not normal. It's yeah. a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because even if it's just like, yeah, even some of these things are unintentional. It just shows like, I don't know, just. 
it's a character thing. Yeah, like, you don't like, want this kind of a person around yeah, you. Yeah, and it's just like, well, f- hold on. First of all, like it, it's probably not even real because that it do- things shouldn't happen that fast. Yeah, yeah. Like by like it, it, like there's studies that are done. Like you said, like you yeah. can't even be a friend with somebody without a hundred ninety six hours. Like a, a true hours. friend, you don't know somebody until at least hundred sixty hours, where you can actually call them your friend and feel that like yep. thing. Like best friend is one hundred ninety six. You got to at least spend one hundred ninety six. At like, least one hundred ninety six with them before too. you start calling them your best friend. Yeah. Fucking hell. Fucking like, hell. Wild. I think that you need to get to a point where if a man ever even thought about hitting you they'd be slapped with like a protection order or like it's just like a joke to you that anybody would treat you that way yeah like i think about like all the stories that i'm hearing i think about somebody doing that to me now where i'm at and i'm like <laughs> why like take it out back buddy Let's <laughs> fuck it. whereas back in the day i just cowered yeah there was this one time i was in the shower and naked obviously he came in screaming at me screaming at me i read you that poem actually and it was like i I don't even know where it is now but it was like i'm sitting in the shower fetal position how long have i been here a minute maybe 10 i don't know what he was mad at blah 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 blah. and then at the end it was like how long i've been sitting here two years maybe three yikes and it yeah i remember writing that and i remember that line and i was like what the fuck am i (laughs) like yeah. But yeah, he choose he chose to yell at me in the most vulnerable positions yeah. that I was in and like because he needed that to make himself feel better. And that to me, if anybody ever tried that now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No. Um and then okay, so here's like a fun one that I want you to do, okay? New boundaries. And this is like genuinely amazing, okay? Uh what do you want your next relationship to be like after this healing process is done, okay? After it's done, you might want to settle down, find a nice guy, get married. What does that look like? Yeah. What does that look like? Are you going to find him in a bar? Yeah. Or a church? Oh. Quick <laughs> mm. question. Is he someone that frequents, like, you know, police visits, jail yeah. cells, or, like, Warhammer tournaments? Those are always great guys, by the way. You want a <laughs> gamer. Sometimes... They're no, not... they're always nice. Like, they're always nice, and maybe not the most passionate of lovers, but... <laughs> Or attentive. <laughs> I think attention is not something that you lack. <laughs> attention to detail, I would say, with Warhammer. Great. Grab a gamer. Like, you don't want the gym douche. Yeah. You really, really, really don't. Somebody who puts that much effort into looking perfect all the time does not care about their character. They're trying to overcompensate, okay? And I'm not saying, like, the healthy gym people, but, like, you know, the gym douches. You know. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Um, does he have a friend, a ton of friends around him who have been with him for years, or does he go through friends very fast? Yeah, that's a very good, good thing. Again, like, there are signs, there are, like, mm-hmm. does he have core people who know him from childhood who can give you his entire life story and tell you how great he is? Or is it, yeah, I've only known him for a couple months, met yeah, him yeah. his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, he's a crazy dude. <laughs> crazy. Hilarious, but fucking crazy. But fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um... But then more, like, how stressful do you see your life? How fast-paced do you see your life? Does he have a job or does he own a business? This matters because if you've ever dated a business owner, it's, like, a whole different fucking thing. But, like, especially as a wife, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. You have to be a wife and be an anchor and be something in the home that's steady and, like, you know? Yeah, like, like, the husband actually wants to have to come, wants to actually want to be home. Yeah, To come home to you. 
Yeah. So are you going to be able to handle the stress of him owning a company? Because if not, don't date a fucking CEO. Yeah, because that's what you're getting into. Like, if you don't like somebody coming back late nights. Yeah. You need to ask yourself these questions, especially this one. What does conflict resolution look like in your house? For sure. Will you allow yelling in your household? Or is that a hard no? Is that like you're you're on a couple dates with a guy... You, you go out, he gets pissed off at yeah. somebody and starts yelling at somebody, you're out. Yeah. Like, there's no reason. Mark oh, that's just some random person. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just, there's no yeah. reason that you can communicate this, with that. This is one of those good ones, too. You can just test people, and it's so, like, well, you gave me everything I need to know. Where you just, like, when you're setting up the new relationship, like, well, I don't want, I don't think we should ever yell. I don't think that's acceptable. Yeah. And if they try to even defend the fact that they yeah. need to yell, you're like, oh, wait, hold on. Excuse me. See mm-hmm. ya. Like, I don't know why you feel like you need to yell at me yeah. at some point in our relationship. But like that happens. Like, even if they're like, I don't know, you, you know, like yep. that does happen. Yep. Believe yep. them when they tell you things like. hundred percent. Little questions like that are always fun where you can just be like, well. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think too, write a list about, this is like another honesty one, okay? Are you the type of woman that that kind of guy that you just wrote a list about and made up and blah, 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 are you the kind of woman that this man would want to marry? Yeah, exactly. And this is like, I struggled a lot with this in my past. I thought that because of where I came from, I'd genuinely forever be stuck in like trailer trash bullshit drama. And it's genuinely not the case. Like... You were only attracted to me because of who I was at the time. And I didn't change to become somebody better for you. I didn't yeah. pretend to be somebody I wasn't. Friend zone, everybody, pen and paper, friend zone is a safe zone to be yourself, okay? You wanted a partner and you wanted a good partner. You wanted somebody honest. You were honest. You were a good partner. Yeah. You wanted somebody that you could have fun around. You were fun. Yeah. You attract what you are. Yeah. So honesty again. You and I, I'm sorry, ladies, you're the reason that he was attracted to you. Yep. Whether it was you needed to heal or adjust, you had daddy issues, you were vulnerable, like there was a reason that he preyed on you. So we got to, we got to get rid of that. Like we got to make him scared of you, like intimidated by you. Like he could never come at you again. He would, not that just he just stays away, but he's full out like intimidated. He wouldn't touch your energy. He would stay away because he knows that you're not full of shit and that you're going to actually do something about his behavior from now on. You don't take shit. That's just not who you are anymore. And you don't have people in your circle like that. You, you're, you're never going to allow a life-altering situation again without knowing your bottom line. Ignorance is not bliss. We're not dumb. We're fully recovered. We're not slipping into situations and then four months later you're like, well, no, no, no. We're going to analyze the people around us and we're choosing them, we're not going to let them choose us. Yeah, exactly. I tell people in interviews that, like, you're interviewing the company as much as they're interviewing you. Yeah. You have to spend time with this company here, too. Yeah. You have to spend time with these people. You have to do this work. If you're not happy about that, don't take the job. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you don't want a big project that you're going to have to babysit for the next 10 years, don't take the job. Don't date the guy. Like... I'm telling you, it takes months and months and months of work and tears and pain and acknowledgement. And you will find that you trust yourself. You'll find new confidence. You'll find a voice. You'll see the merit in calling somebody out. I feel like so many times it's like you want to hide and you want to, you know, protect them. And like, I don't want to hurt him and blah, blah, blah. 
you'll see the merit of calling people out. Yeah. And you'll stand by who you are, and people will stand by you yeah. when you have values and beliefs. You have no obligation to protect people who have not protected you. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't need to. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, if they cheated that. on you, you no longer need to protect their thing. That's it. If they That's hit it. you, if they yeah. threaten to stalk you, yeah. if they threaten to kill themselves or their family if you left... That's, That's on it. them. Yeah. Then, unfortunately, well, you should probably warn their fucking family about huh. it. But that's their issue. Like, yeah. and if you can't, like, if you get to this point and a guy can't handle it, be single forever. Like, yeah. you're never going to change ever for another guy again. And you'll look back and be like, damn. Like, yeah. Well, if you do this step right and you actually do fall in love with yourself, you won't need a guy ever again. Yeah. And the perfect guy, like... You won't need to, ch yeah, like, it's just, it's not something that you need, yeah. it's something that you attract. Yeah, exactly, like, the right guy will come in with the right energy that, that just slots in perfectly. Oh my god, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, somebody who loves you for you, and I'm gonna describe Mark, okay? You're gonna find somebody who loves you for you, and when you date him, he's gonna be consistent, he's gonna be true to his word, he's gonna be humble, he'll be gentle, he'll protect, and he'll protect without using anger, he'll be loyal, he'll provide. He won't threaten, he won't yell, he won't call you names, he won't use your past against you, he won't bring you down to make himself feel better, he won't find pleasure in watching you squirm. Um, the other day, Mark was real mad about something, and like understandably, he yelled, and I don't know what look was on my face, but like and not at me or whatever, like I think he was just like yelling about like whatever, I don't even, I genuinely don't even remember. but. The look on my face, like, I just kind of just, like, babe. And, like, I could see him, like, visibly, like, step back and, like, recoil before coming forward to me and holding me. Like, I'm sorry, no, I'm here for you. Like, he saw me uncomfortable, physically took a step back before coming towards me. Like, that's protection. Yeah. The that's thing love. is, like, with all this, everyone messes up, and it, like no one's perfect. Every, like, and that's part of this too, where it's like you got to know when it's that red flag, or it's just like everyone messes up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like it comes back to are they trying? Like, what and is their effort level? We've been together level? for like, over two years, and only one time have you yelled around me. That's yelling about. Yeah, probably <laughs> the government, honestly. But like, it matters, and I didn't look for this. Yeah. I was at a point, so were you, where, like, we don't want to date anybody. Yeah. Well, like, if we start hanging out and your energy was yelling, yeah. see ya. See ya. See ya. That's not my that. energy. Yeah. yeah. No, that's exactly it. Like, you, when you become the better person, better people will want to be around you. Yeah. And you know what? Kudos to you, because the ex came back, and, like, I've never really been in that situation where, like, the ex is telling all my my current boyfriend who like i'm lazy i'm this i'm that like i've just never been in that situation i cheated i like all of that stuff and you defended me like he he pops up you protect me he pops up you shelter me he protects or like you just you love me every time that he comes up and it's like it's wild you show me exactly why it never worked out with anybody else yeah. And I'm so grateful that I never have to ask you how to protect me or how to love me yeah. or how to just be Or normal. like to even just like, can you please pick me over your parents? Like, yeah. Like simple stuff like that. Yeah. Like, 
And from day one, you've made sure that I was safe and protected. Yeah, like, I feel like at this stage of my life, like, I wouldn't date other than for serious mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, even in my youth, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like, I, I don't just date frivolously. So it's like when I've made up with my mind with something, it's like, I know where this is going. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where this is going. So let's just start at the best spot yeah. right away. Yeah, and that's fairy tale, like... Yeah. Relationships should not be that hard. They shouldn't be hard. If they're hard, you're doing it wrong. If you're going to therapy the will... for six months, like couples therapy. Yeah, like... you're doing it wrong. They will always be hard parts to a relationship for yeah, sure. But for like, sure, for sure. man, if it, if your percentages are looking stacked in more badness and goodness, you're mm-hmm. doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. It should be easy. Yeah. Future you, like, okay, real growth starts when you get tired of your own shit. Yeah. Like, genuinely, where you're just, like, exhausting. You're like, I gotta change this cycle that continue. Like, I keep dating these stupid men, and I keep getting into these relationships, and they keep getting into unsafe circumstance. Like, when you get tired enough of your own shit, things will start growing and happening for yeah. you. But until you... I could tell you this shit all day long, literally give you a map to recover and to heal all your shit, it's never gonna do it if you don't want to. But future you will reap the consequences or the benefits of the decisions that you make yeah. now. Just like Steph said last week, like your future kids, your future family, your nephews, your niece, if yeah. you start now preparing for the rest of your life, things yeah. matter, man. Like, yeah. you build on it. Yeah, life is long. Life is long to just not treat it like it's so fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> gotta be, you gotta be intentional here. Yeah, and there's a lot that you can be impacted by, and it's like, it's not... It's not something that you you should fuck around with. You know? No, exactly. Like you don't valuable. want to, yeah. Like you don't want to just fuck around with your life and just let fucking yahoos in. And, yeah, no, it's yeah. it's not good. Um, we do have a question from one of our listeners, but before I kind of like end all of this again, anybody in Alberta, you can find out if your partner or potential partner has a criminal or abusive history, um, and that's www.alberta.ca slash backslash claire's law claire's dash law c-l-a-r-e-s law um go google it it's really important go look it up there are also facebook groups where it's like safety for women yeah you can post the guy's picture you can post it's all anonymous they'll all keep you safe but then everybody around you again tinder is a very small community when you're just i feel like too this is one thing like I, i'm not totally sure how i felt when i first started playing around this with this concept but i feel like when you're a victim of abuse it is now your responsibility to deal with it I agree. and unfortunately it's like you gotta deal now with this abuse and you gotta make sure he's taken care of like yeah i've heard so many stories about behavior after i broke up with him and it yeah killed and, me because and, i ran and hid i didn't do yeah anything and i don't mean it. yeah now you have to change him and go to therapy with him but no you need to let the the appropriate people know yeah. what this guy has done so when the next person comes along they can find it yeah 100 yeah. percent. and that's going to the police that's yeah. telling other girls around the community that's posting on facebook that's talking to his parents that's letting the world know that this is exactly yeah. the reason he's gonna gaslight you as soon as you leave yeah. he's gonna but like everyone's reputation speaks for himself like if yeah. so like i don't think a single person talks shit about mine and my ex's breakup yeah. you know like yeah there is some accusations even it's like no that would never fucking happen yeah that's it like that's it i know that dude 100 percent. so yeah there are links that you should use um i mean in canada um i've provided them in the the 
just podcast description below. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I think that people need to start taking responsibility. You going away yeah. isn't going to change his behavior or save the next girl. Yeah. And it genuinely has progressively gotten worse. Yeah. And it always gets worse. Yeah. So yeah, talk, start fucking taking this seriously, man. Like you gotta just fucking leave. Like, yeah. Just gotta move on. And take responsibility yeah. for why you're there in the first place. Yeah. Because that's the only way you'll make sure that you're not there again. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a wrap on that. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap it up, we have a question. Oh. Um, this is from... I don't know if I should say his name. I don't know if the girl no, listens no. to it. So, uh, yeah, just a listener. Love your guys' podcast. Really good stuff. Got a bit of questions for you. Curious on your thoughts. My girlfriend had a threesome with two guys when she was 17. Um, they're now 25, okay? And she said that she had a good time. This was a cheating situation that her boyfriend at the time never found out about. Uh, she assures me that that was the old her, but it still bothers me. And it bothers me because she said she enjoyed it. This bothers me to no end. I don't know how to approach her on it. Thoughts. And just for context, yeah, they're both 25 now. It happened when she was 17 and they've been together for four months. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, goes back to you got to believe people what they, uh, when they tell you things. So she enjoyed it. You got to figure out what does that mean? Did she just... Like, cause I could have just been like, yeah, we had a fucking threesome. Like it was, it was pretty, a threesome. It was, it was wild. wild. It was I crazy. really enjoyed it. Like, you or did know, she or enjoy the, the the sneaking aspect? The sneaking aspect. Yeah, exactly. like, like, yeah. Um, yeah, like you got to believe people when they tell them, and you can ask questions. Like, if you so number one, if you can't communicate with your partner, if you can't talk to them, you're not in the right relationship. And chances are good, you'll never be in the right relationship. You yeah. might not ever learn to communicate with somebody. Yeah. You might not ever speak their same language. So. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Mark's whole thing is listen. If you just ask a question yeah. and listen to their response. Yeah, so for this one, just be like, hey, like, I know you mentioned this. Like, um, I'm not accusing you of cheating. Like, I just, uh, you know, it's just been in the back of my mind. It's like, it's not even, like, it's not even maybe even that serious. It's yeah. just one of those lingering thoughts. You know, everyone has these lingering thoughts. Yeah. Like, don't take it personally. See what she says. If she, like, gets up in arms and, like, how dare you accuse me, da 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 Yeah. That's like. But well, if she's like, oh, I'm so sorry you're feeling that way. Like, yeah. no, I was young. Like, totally man, fair. Like, like yeah, I, I get what you're saying here. Let me hold you. How can I maybe even like help in this way? Build trust between yeah. us. And, and another thing is like, like this is a lot of years. I just tried counting with my hands, and I think it was eight or nine years. Yeah. Ago, like that's a long time. People change. Ago. Like, yeah. and children, seventeen, yeah. like. So you got to make sure that, like, why is it so triggering for you? Self-reflection. Yeah. Is it, like... Well, because it's just cheating. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, was somebody... Do you, did somebody in your family cheat and you yeah. saw some consequences of that and now you're paranoid? Or is it simply just because she says that she has cheated and now you're paranoid? Like, yeah. what's feeding your... Like, do you have a gut feeling that maybe you're ignoring and that's why you want to talk about yeah, this? Yeah, exactly, or? exactly. How... Yeah. Like, you got to know. You... You gotta know. So really ask yourself why. And if she's giving you no indication or anything, then yes, you should talk to her because she should be able to... She can't be held guilty for something you're yeah. not even committed And honestly, like, it's a great test, man. Like, if she comes and she holds you, that's who you want to be with. Yeah, that's If, if she snaps at you, that's not who you want to be with. No. Because I know if I came to you and I, I said, hey, man, like, I've just been feeling, like, a little bit just out of it or just like not feeling like uh you're quite into me or just like i don't know what do you feel like uh 
I know what you would do. I love you. You would come and hold me. Just jump you. <laughs> yeah, no, I would want to be as close as possible. And your love languages are physical touch and quality time. So that's the first two things I would do. And Yeah, and that's what you want from a partner. Yeah, like, 100%. It's, it, it's, yeah, and when they're not doing that, like, it's time to move on. Again, know your life. Especially, especially in, like, these early four-month ones. Like, here's the thing. Like, I have friends who don't. Like, okay, yeah, so when you go to, like, a fucking, and you play a pickup sports game, and you run into a bunch of people, and, like, one guy kind of was a dick once to you, you're not communicating with him ever again. Like, yeah. Like, hold, hold these people like, as, like, oh, you crossed the line there, I don't like that line, that's it, see ya. This people, is a very fresh relationship, and you... Yeah, we're not committed to each other. This is the point of dating, yeah. so that I know what I'm comfortable and not comfortable yeah. with. Like, and, like, yeah, man, like, if you're, if these things are happening so quick, that's a sign. That's a sign. Like, it's not good, and you're spending the next 50 years of your life with this person. Like, this is the point of dating. If you've got red flags now, you will have red flags later, and it's on you. Yeah, and you shouldn't even, yeah, want to try to fix their red flags, so. That whole breakup episode was literally titled, I Broke My Own Heart. Yeah. And that means something. Like, I use that title specifically because I needed to take responsibility of what I did to contribute to where I ended up. Yeah. At any point, we are all one decision away from a brand new life. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to be honest with yourself about where you're at and what you really want in life. And if you're, like, embarrassed, like, that your parents might judge you for leaving and you've got bruises on you, get new fucking parents. Like, you don't need that kind yeah, you of don't stuff. Need like, them. if your parents are justifying cheating... Yeah, on you, you you don't need them you like that That's you gotta have people who have standards for your life too yeah who want you to have standards for your life yeah who see that you're being abused and they don't stand up for your goddamn abuser yeah they yeah be the bigger person be the Absolutely bigger person not. is toxic man toxic Fuck shit that you leave you protect yourself how about because... i won't hurt you and you don't hurt me, and when you do, you're out. Yeah, that's it. It needs to be black and white. No more of this, like, well, it only happened once, and then all of a sudden, six years down the road, you've got five broken arms. Like, yeah. it will always escalate. You what will never change him. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Shout out to all my girls, though, because honestly, it's not an easy situation. None of this is easy. And I think conversations like this, to this question, conversations are the first thing. And, it, like, have the open the portal for these conversations, yeah. but you got to believe them when they say shit. Yeah, man. Hey, I just go back to our first kind of, like, fucking house debate thing. It's like the energy I brought in. What's yeah. the energy they brought into your first argument? Yeah. Are Was they looking peaceful? to cause something? Or are they looking to solve something? I will never forget it. Mark came in and he was like, listen, it's us against the problem, not against each other. And I don't think that... I think he pretty much, like, won volume up from whispering the entire time it wasn't yelling it wasn't he would like let somebody respond and then take 10 seconds to respond and like it was so thoughtful and intentional and peaceful and gracious and like that's the energy that a man brings into the house like it's and i'm not talking about toxic masculinity this is true high value man shit yeah because it's protecting every i was trying to protect everyone in that room everyone whose care i was given i was trying to protect it was so important and these are the standards that you're gonna make up for yourself like your mom doesn't get to tell you how you what your standards should be for your life yeah your 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 sister your friends your boyfriend 
you get to write this narrative. You're in the driver's seat. And if you don't take responsibility for your life, you can't blame everybody else. Like, it's embarrassing to look back and like, oh, my uncle's the reason that I'm miserable. <laughs> well, the, the uncle you haven't talked to in 15 years? You haven't had one real yeah. con- Oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. You gotta take Time to ownership. conquer some fucking problems. Yeah. Personal responsibility. You're... That's what I hate the most about the world today. Yeah. No personal responsibility. None. There's none. no ownership. There's fucking none. There's no accountability. And then you wonder why the world is such a terrible place to live in. Yeah. And that, that's There's no wild. standards. There's no wild. fucking standards anymore. Anyway, I feel like this is so long and my throat's <clears> getting <throat> sore. Yeah. But... I'm here for you guys. Seriously, I've been having a lot of conversations about breakups and leaving exes. And, like, if you guys need somebody to talk, I will literally set up multiple calls with you. We can walk through the breakups. I genuinely have a passion for this because I've been through it. I've learned from it. I've grown through it. And if I can help Mm -hmm. anybody else get away from these situations, I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Very nice. You need to take ownership as well. Yeah, that's the thing. If anybody wants to get a hold of us, feel free to reach us at pillowtalkwithmarkandbee at gmail.com. You can also get us on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook at pillowtalkwithmarkandbee. Uh, and if you want to support the show, there you can go to Patreon, pillowtalkwithmarkandbee, and throw us a buck. Um, and that's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. Thanks, everybody. 